Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
Corey Sproul or Vinny Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, family. Peace to you and you. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill. All right? I will be joined by co-host, my co-host very soon. All right? Um, welcome back to Know the Ledge Radio. We have a dynamic episode in store for you this evening. Okay? This is going to be the gathering of the young comedic masters featuring our brother Sarnetta in the House of Consciousness Elite. This is the lineup, all right? So we're talking about brothers like the General Sarasut and Seti, Brother Polite, Brother Reggie, the Amara Squad, which consists of Ankhosi, Brother Sanjeti, all right? So, and I'm sure that there'll probably be many more we also have Brother Ephrodishi on the bill for the upcoming event, which is going to be next, uh, this com- upcoming Sunday. Brother Shaka Atmos as well. Um, I think that there's a few more surprises in store. You know, you got to be in the building. Make sure that you're there. Tonight, this is who we're featuring, the young masses in the building. Okay. The Young Comedic Masses. This is the prelude to the Comedic Armageddon War Conference coming this weekend, family, this Sunday. Y'all been hitting me up online asking how you can get your tickets, right? People want to be in the building. Some people wait last minute, but this is definitely the week where it's pressing on people's consciousness that they got to get it together. So let me do this with no further ado. Let me go to call it from the 646 our brother Sarnetta will let you know exactly how to go about getting your tickets from the 646. Peace. Peace and Black Power, my brother Blue Pill. How you doing, brother? Black Power all as well, my brother. All right. Thanks for having us in the building, man. You know, we're in the building. This is heavy anticipation. This is all they're talking about since the streets of New York. You know, it's all they're talking about online, people flying in getting phone calls from my comrades from all around the country. Shit, there's people flying in from out the country. Okay? Yes, sir. So, uh, an event that culminates towards the end of the year, you know, it's the third or the fourth, I believe, in a row. Well, first and foremost, we're going to dialogue with you insight into exactly what it is we are this upcoming, you know, 
How did you put this together? What's the importance of it? How is it impacting people's consciousness? They feel they need to be part of this. Yes, brother. Um, well, this was already in the making. You know, our brother's been asking me for a long time that we need to do a comedic conference, man. You know, after we get through dealing with the Hebrew Israelites, we need to really lay it down to let the people know what it's all about. Why do we teach Kemet, science, over all religions? Because, see, this is the root. This is where it all comes from. We all should know by now, 2015, this is the essence. You got to claim your roots, man. You got to go back to where it all come from. You know, if it ain't if it ain't ancient Kemet, we know that it was plagiarized. We know that all these religions that we go by today, we know where it all come from. You know, so that's why um, Dr. Reggie was the was one of the first brothers that was whispering in my ear, Sonetta, we need to do a comedic conference, and it was in the making for damn near a year. You know, and I said, all right, this is the time. This is the time to put it together. You know, we dealt with the Hebrews. We dealt with the Moors. We dealt with the Muslims. We dealt with, with all the other stuff. So now we need to do something for ourselves. And um, what's going to be great about this is that all the brothers that's on the panel is coming with something different, like my brother, Dr. Reggie. He's coming with the science of the black woman. What was her role in ancient Kemet? You know, because a lot of people don't want to say the black woman is God. So Reggie is going to come with that science and show what was her role. Why did we put her on the throne? Why was she out front? You know, stuff like that. Um, my brother Unk from the Amin Ra Squad. They're going to come with a presentation dealing with before Kemet, how we ended up in the Kemet, leading up into Kemet. They're going to show you the science and the history of what we was doing before we got, before the buildings of the, the step pyramids and stuff like that, you know? So I think that is great. We already know one of the grandmaster teachers, our brother Infadizi, man. Wow. I, I mean, this, what else can we say? Infadizi have traveled to Africa over 10 times on fact-finding missions, and the brother is just a brilliant. I think he is one of the best on the panel. I don't give a damn about all the other egos that's going to be on there. You are not outdoing our brother in Fadizi. And what I mean by outdoing Man, him, I'm saying... Put in the work. Right? I'm, I'm, that, that's what I'm talking about. Because we're not battling each other. I'm talking about as far as the information. You can't go there once or twice and think you can just outdo our grandmaster teachers. And Fadizi is now one of our grandmaster teachers. He's the elder on the right. platform. And I well, needed Did he say he's been to Kemet um, 30 times? Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. So Ooh. I needed to bring an elder that can really set the tone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because right. with him on the platform, I'm quite sure they're going to be really, real reluctant to throw up some old pseudo stuff because he's watching. Believe me, there's a lot of people watching, man. A lot of scholars are watching this. Right. So what I said was going winding down, getting closer and closer. Two weeks into the uh, conference, I get the call from our brother Zion Lex, and Zion Lex was like, "Man, I wish y'all would have let me know about the um, the other conference we did 
which was what the um uh, what was the other conference we just did? Evolution. Yes, yes. The evolution. Science technology. It was no the okay. evolution conference. He said, "Man, I wish y'all to put me on the platform." And I said, "Brother, no Hebrews wanted to touch that." So he said, "Brother, I wish y'all would have put me on there because he definitely wanted to come in and do that." So right. he said, "Man, I would love to get in on this one if there's any way I could get in on him." So I said, "You know what? I'll see. I'll see what I can do." Then I get a call from Dr. Ali Muhammad last week, and Ali said, "Saw, you got to put me on the program, brother. You got to put me." He said, "Man, it ain't nothing like a little controversy." If you have a little controversy, we got to we got to go in there. He said, "All I need is twenty minutes." Zion said, "All I need is ten minutes." So now thinking, now I'm like, "God damn, this gonna make this shit real good now because it's called the Comedic Armageddon War Conference, right?" So right. I said, "You know what? We got to have Ali. Ali coming up in there with this uh, with his teachers as far as saying." Life didn't begin in Africa, and he wants to prove that. So he only needs 20 minutes or 15 minutes. Huh? What now? Dr. Ali Muhammad is coming in, and he's Sam, making the claim. Begin in Africa? Yes, he's making the claim that life did wow. not begin in Africa. You know, so I don't know what's up with that. So then we got Zion Lex. Zion Lex with his 10 minutes. This right here sets the groundwork. He's coming in saying, some Samaritan, um, you know, Suma, was right. the cre- yeah, Suma was the um, the founder of writing. Man, when I tell you that the Armin Raw Squad, oh man, these dudes gonna be laughed out the building when the Armin Raw Squad get up there. Brother Polite, Sarah Sutton Seti, Shaka Upmost, Doctor Reggie, and Fadizi. Are you telling me? That all of these scholars right here, that that's all they do. This is their fucking life. That's all they do is read, is study all day long. When I go up, when I call Shaka, he's in the books. He's studying. He already, I mean, this is what I'm saying, man. Everybody missed it except you, Zion. You're the only one that's seen that writing started out there. You know what I'm saying? So this is what's going to set the tone, man. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Um, we also got our brother, um, Sin Jetty and Gozi. Come on, man. Yeah. I got to give our brother, Zion Lex, props because he is proven to be, whether or not whether his information is right or wrong, he is proven to be fearless, you know, because all the other Hebrews, they were in deal. Come into that goddamn room with a fucking right. house packed with lions, you know. So he's Zion he's, Lex is a wandering hyena. Is... Hold on, hold on. Zion Lex is a wandering hyena who have left his pack, and he's gonna end up in a goddamn den of lions when he come into that damn building. And you know the crowd in the audience is already gonna be with Kevin, so. But that's why I like Zion, because he loved the pressure. He's fearless. That's my brother. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to learn. I think that brother's a Scorpio. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Zion Lex. Just like my brother, Divine Prospect, man. Nobody can say that. Oh, yeah, Divine, Divine Prospect supposed to come through, too. But he's he, going he to behave. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zion Lex, I mean, my brother Divine Prospect, he will be in the building, but he's gonna behave. He he knows where he's at. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real talk. And that's my brother, my little man, man, Divine Prospect. Indeed. Yes, Let me brother. do this. Let me open up the line, bring in my other co host. Call it from the four oh four four nine two. Peace. Peace, peace. What's going on, family? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, KT. This sound like KT. What's good? What's up, Sai? What's going on, brother? What's happening, my brother? <laughs> you didn't just say wandering hyena. <laughs> 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 you wildest, sir. Wandering hyena that lost his... <laughs> Y'all dudes is wild, man. Yeah, this is... uh. This event is like this thing gonna be. It's so huge that you couldn't even remember what the last conference was. Did you beat that? <laughs> he was like, "What's the last conference again?" Yeah, I um, mean, this is all they're talking about. My brother Blue two nine two seven. I think that's Unc. Unc said he's in there. He's you know un- impatient. He want to get in and say something real quick too. You see him? Let me see. Atlanta number. Yeah, his hand was just uh, okay. There we go. All right, fuck, let's set it off. Let's bring our first guest of the evening on. This is our brother that has formulated a formidable staff of scholarship. One of the, uh, you know, earlier brothers that I even got my start on Blog Talk with over at Nikki Love. This is our brother, your brother, brother Aunt Caller from the 678557. Peace. What's going on, man? Black African Power. I'm the raw squad up, man. How y'all brothers doing? What's up, Good. What's, What's, up What's up, KT? What's going on, hey. Aunt? What's going on, my man? And you know what? I've been kind of waiting for this moment uh, in history. To be honest with you, it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, I study Stone Age cultures, and I studied Stone Age cultures for a reason. You know what I'm saying? But first, I'd like right. to really, really thank Sarnetta for just giving me a goddamn opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And I just appreciate that. We should always appreciate the brothers that forge away and snatch everybody else. You know what I mean? Because he could have just stayed up there by himself. But he opened that, that door for everybody and gave us that opportunity, man. And so no I want to say this. I, I, You know, I plan ahead of time, right? Because I got tired of going back and forth back in them days. Nigga love us. I got tired of dealing with dudes. With this Islam and everybody would make up stuff with the pseudoisms. So I said, you know what, yo, I'm going to break away from Kenneth. Sometimes you got to step outside of that box, right, and look. And so when I looked, I realized that I could forge a whole brand new area, right, that would allow me to not even have to fix my presentation when people like Alibaba Muhammad, you know what I'm saying? Lion Lex, you know what I'm saying? And they come on and try to sell these things because it's already there. I promise y'all, I don't have to make any adjustments. What I'm going to bring to the conference, right, y'all are going to be proud of me, okay? I absolutely positively promise you this. When I drop what I drop, all that shenanigans is going to be over with. So it's interesting, right? Because you can holler about who started writing. You can holler about the older civilization. You can holler about the million year bowl. And you can holler about yada, 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 yada. Right? But when you really enter this thing and you really study, you spend and put some money on the situation, you start to realize that one skull and one bowl is not going to be enough. 
Okay, I'm going to tell you all again. One skull and one million-year bowl is not going to be enough, man. It's not going to be enough to overturn what we got going on. You know what I'm saying? It's just not, man. It's not. It's not going to be enough. Man. So, you know, I'm happy. And, and I got this. You know what I mean? Me, by Tom Mean and Gozi. And see, you got to have a trifecta. You got to have the archaeology, right? Okay. But then you got to have the DNA, okay? Right. Archaeology, DNA. Then you got to have the paleontology, right? Then you got to have the artifacts. You, you know, I just named like four areas. Then you got to deal with like 10 different dating processes because when you date anything, you just don't use one dating thing. Most people will attack carbon dating. It only goes back 60,000, okay? But none of them want to talk about argon-40. And there's about nine other different processes that I'm going to show and prove. So, so, so this, I promise you, right? I don't want to hear about who started right now. I don't want to hear about none of that. By the time y'all get you the valley, uh, I think I'm going to hit the brakes at about 6,000. And then, let you know, from that point on, the brothers would have been dead what they did. But I'm going to stop at about 6,000. And so, you know, Dr. Miyashi, she's going to be on there, okay? She's going to be talking about the math. But we ain't talking about the math that you find in Egypt. Okay, we're going to talk about the map in Central Africa. So we're going to talk about mm. cultures that most people haven't even heard about. It's going to be a beautiful right. thing, man. So I'm going to show you how, based off of DNA, based off of archaeology, based off of all these tools, you know, where, where we come from. So it's, it's going to be excellent, and it's going to eradicate all the shenanigans. Easy yeah, you, work, have an interesting, you have an interesting topic, you know, Normally, people get fixated into Kemet, and they'll venture beyond that. If they do, they talk about, you know, maybe um, nuclear, you know. But very rarely are people going beyond that and going into Central Africa, into the things of that nature. Can you just give us a, a, a little idea of, you know, exactly where you're going and you're saying that you're capping it at 60,000 years or 6,000 years, would no, no, you say? No, no, I'm going to cap it at 6,000. 6, 6,000. 6,000. Okay. 6, and I'm going to prove out a shadow of doubt where farming comes from. Uh, we got some archaeological finds, literally dealing with wheat. They go back 18,000. That You know, that doubles the date that they find in the Middle East at 7,000. And, and I'm going to tell you what's important about what we do. Right here, I got a book in my hand, right? It's a college-level anthropology book, and I use it all the time. But in this book, they tell a lie because they say farming started in the Middle East at about 7,000. That's not the truth, right? I'm going I'm, I'm gonna to show and prove through archaeological remains, right, that, that you got to go back at least 18,000, 17,000, and then I'm going to extend it to another 100,000, and I'm going to show you how we arrive at these dates, and I'm going to show you the archaeological data to prove that. And so, yes, Central Africa, we know that's where the Nile began, okay? Beginning of the Nile is where? In Kenya, way deep down, okay? Lake Victoria, right? So my job is going to be to take us from the tip of Southern Africa. I'm going to take us from the tip, literally, from the tip of Southern Africa, right? End up in Central Africa at the beginning of the Nile, and I'm going to take us to the Nile Valley. And I'm and I'm a, and I'm gonna show you how the weather because most people forget about weather, most people forget about Mother Nature. Mother Nature ain't no joke, and she changes and she transforms and she's a force to be reckoned with and she changes things. 
And if you're not able to deal and adapt with these different changes, you will get wiped out. And so these great Africans you know, navigated great mother nature to end up in the Nile. Now, the Nile is important for one reason, one reason only, because it's the largest river on earth. But what about if there were other rivers in existence? You would need to run to the Nile. Remember, the Nile Valley, being the largest river on earth, is a very, very dangerous place to hang out. So humans, don't, you don't want to be hanging there tonight. You got, you, got, you got lions, you got all type of animals, all needing a drink. You got fat catfish, big as you. Most people don't know. So I know is named after the catfish. They vicious in the Nile. Okay? You got all these things in the Nile. So most people want, and, and prehistoric times, right, you want to stay away from the Nile. So certain environmental pressures, right, when certain, certain, uh, uh, um, uh, where, where, where the Sahara starts to dry up People ain't got no choice but to go there And when they go there They run across other people And they start to fight And they fight over resources Okay And then they amalgamate together That's why the metanetra is so important Because it's a language of unifying It unifies the people And so we got a lot of different African ethnic groups in the Nile Valley We even got Indo-Europeans Right That, that migrate to the Nile Now a lot of people are like Oh what are you talking about Uh that just happened to be the truth. There's no electric fences. Human beings want to live. And in wanting to live, they're going to migrate to certain places. They're going to migrate. They're going to follow food. Okay? They're going to follow the, so, so you got herbivores. Right? Those who follow the plants. And so when the plants get scarce, right, the animals force with the plants. Now, the humans that need the plants and eat the animals got to follow the animals. And the animals follow the plants. And so you got herbivores. Those eat herbs and follow the plants, right? You got those who eat animals, okay? And you got the humans. And humans are omnivores. Humans eat everything. And I know y'all might not agree with that. But the truth is, humans can eat everything. And so this, this thing, the migration back and forth, man, is the natural history of Africa. And we're going to show and prove that, man. And that's not even going to be hard. So, yeah, we're going to be in Central Africa. We're going to do our thing, right? And so at the end of the day, right. if you're talking Meso- Mesoamerica, if you're talking America's big over civilization, and talking about the rocks crying out because rocks don't cry, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, we got you, man. Hey, we got you. Hey, we absolutely got you. We got you. So, you know, the one arm oh, scholarship boy. is not going to be enough, man. Yeah, I promise you. I got a million, I got a million reasons why we won't. Why, why we can't be defeated And that's going to be a big question We're going to say that Million reasons why Amaral squad and everybody who know Could never lose Yeah So yeah Hey man I think Ali just want to get some fun in man But come on man As a matter of fact I'm not even going to pay no attention to him Man I ain't going to mention his name nah, I might mention his name just in jest Just to have some fun man but you know, man, we starting at the tip of Southern Africa, bro. As a matter of fact, my, my first trip to Africa will be to Southern Africa because this is where our ancestors come from. These are the guys. That was going to be my <laughs> Yep. Uh-huh. And, there, and, we, and I agree with you there, brother. Huh? We, act, we actually agree upon something with that one. Yeah. Ooh, me. <laughs> <laughs> the new day. Yeah, that's no, I, I agree with South happen. Africa. That's my first destination, and yeah, yep. I'm with I'm you going. on that. No mm-hmm. doubt. That's where I'm going. Right there, bro. 
And, and I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. And those who love Kemet, they should be in Kemet. But we need to be going to other places. Absolutely. So I'm going to South Africa. That's where I'm going to be at. I'm going to some archaeological surveys, man. Do some cave hopping. And, and for the record, we can't keep, keep giving the white boys the caves. If you give the white boys the caves, you give them all the history. The history starts in the caves. All right? Let you know that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, when are we going to get the book to reach this entire history, brother? I already got the book going. I already got, matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm writing three books. I got one coming out. First one, I'll give you the title of it. I wanted to have it ready by the time I got the um, New York Leach a Rough copy, but, you know, just going back and forth. Um, it's called Stomping Out the Shenanigans. The guy <laughs> getting back to African truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boys, wow man. Oh mm-hmm. Lord. Stop it out the stanikins. That's SOS. So SOS. So that's that's what it's called, right? Nah, yeah. Oh Lord. Nah. You gotta put you gotta put pseudo somewhere in that title, man. I'm So we'll just call that a pamphlet at a hundred pages. He looks different right now. What I know. That Sarnetta hollering like that. Sarnetta hollering at somebody. Sarnetta crazy. He's mad. Nah, man, my bad, my bad. I thought I had my phone on mute. You know what I do? I'm over here editing videos with my man. Um, we had our brother on on the scene this weekend. You know, and he was going in. Brother Blue Pill right. was out there interviewing the brother. You know. Oh yeah, Blue Blue yeah, had the, the for Vendetta. You had the RBG for Vendetta mask on, right? Yeah, that's right. bro. He's out there. The mask is, that's what's up. We got to get RBG that out. RBG for Vendetta. We're gonna have him at the conference. Mine. Yes, indeed. So another guy here. So we're gonna be in the building. Shout out to King Simon for yeah. a wonderful event this past Sunday as well. Yes, sir. You know, everybody that Indeed. came through there. But, um, Sardinetta, please let them know where they can get these tickets at. Man, they hit me up. People want to know how can they get in the building. And for those that can't get in the building, what's the live stream information? Okay, brother. Um, you will have to just pay at the door now. That's it. Okay. You got to pay at the door. Don't worry about it. You're going to have the doors open up at 2 o'clock sharp. Make sure you're in the building. First come, first serve. If you're there early, you get to get you a nice, good seat. You want to be in the building early so you can get you a nice, good seat, family. Um, and that's about it. The vendors is coming. The vendors is welcome. We're just going to be in the building. We're we here for, to have fun. I got uh, Dr. Reggie will be calling in in a few minutes to talk about what's going on because this, this is also the theme of the Black Power Weekend. You see, this is the weekend that we're doing. That's right. Talking I was about to ask you. We'll also be going down with Dr. Reggie, with Brother Reggie, to the museum. So we're going to have a museum tour. It'll be good, Blue Pill, if you could roll with us, too. Look, gonna I'm going to make man. sure that not only am I there, but we're going to go to the 
Obelisk to the Tekken New, and we're going to oh, do yeah. some powerful meditations because Kim, it was about craft work as well. You know what I'm saying? It was about yeah. actually getting together and doing this, you know, this collective work. So I'll be there. I'll be in the building. You know, Brother Aunt, I'm in mm-hmm. squad is going to be in the building, correct, for that uh, for, for yeah, tour? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now, I, 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 I love him, Love him, Reggie G. Let me finish telling you, when we come from the museum, we are all heading over to give our brother, Captain Tesoriak, some tough love. (laughs) We got to go. (laughs) The family want to come in. They saying they don't want to leave without going to see Captain Tesoriak. So it's going to be a nice day out there. It's supposed to be in the 60s, Blue Pill. Oh, wonderful. Saturday. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice. So, you know, we're oh, going to yeah. go out there and give our brother some tough love. Dr. Ma'at, she can't wait to um, see Captain Cesario because she, she already got it written down. She knows what she's coming with. It's just going to be a beautiful Black Power weekend. That's what this is all about. That's our brother. Yes, indeed. And, and we love our brother Captain, man. So, you know. Yeah, Captain was in the building good this job, past weekend. He got something coming up. He got something coming up as well where he's doing an interview. Yes, Let me indeed. see. I got the flyer. Um, he's doing something. Let me see. Yeah, here go his flying right here. Pretty soon, we're going to be giving, me and Unc and Polite and all of us, we're going to be giving Captain Cesario what is called the Unc Ceremony. He will be getting the Unc Ceremony soon. Trust and believe that. <laughs> you know? So he got something coming up February the 7th, and it's dealing yeah. with no homo. Is the gay agenda an attack on black culture? And he's going to deal with child molester the empire, the movie, and its influence on our youth and the destruction right. of black household. That's going to be powerful right there, man. You ain't got to believe in Hebrew to, to attend that. You see what I'm saying? The topic yeah. in itself, man, we, we need to be up in the building. I know I'm going to be there, you know. And it's right there. Yeah, at shout the, out to Cesario. At the Dempsey Center. He's at the Alhambra. No, he's going to be at the yeah, Alhambra, yeah, he said. At the Alhambra, the Alhambra Ballroom. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And there's more festivities going on this weekend that you might want to speak about. I know Sunday at 1 o'clock you got something big going on. I know that uh, uh, our brother Perry got Mike festivity going on for this Black Power Weekend as well. So there's a lot to occupy the family's time, you know what I'm saying, to warm them up for Sunday at 2 o'clock when the doors open. And it all goes down. Will there be live streaming, Simon? Yes, it will be live streaming. And to get the live stream, you could go to 2012stores.com. 2012stores.com and purchase the ticket for the live stream. If you're not going to be able to make it into the city, you can go right there and watch the live stream. I was thinking, me and my brother Unc was um, talking earlier. And Unc said, man, you know, you can live stream it too off your, um, right to your, from your YouTube, Black News 102. Yeah, so yep. I'm still thinking about that too. Yeah, yep. you know, That's how man. I keep it. Uh-huh. The stream right off the tube, but I don't know if there's a ticket involved. Yeah, 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 yeah it's going to be pay-per-view. It'll be a pay-per-view. Yeah, you okay. pay-per-view. Yeah, you can make pay-per-view. Can, can I say something real fast? I want to make sure yeah, that, I, that our generation get noted for this. And y'all let me know. Maybe I don't think it makes six. In my book, I got uh, a chapter called The Tom Foolery of Slavery and Calling Kidnapped Victims Slaves. 
And the gist of this particular chapter is making a point. And when I was talking to my young daughter, she was doing a presentation dealing with the colonies and dealing with uh, um, the Africans over here, and she was calling them slaves. And I seen the look in her eyes, and it made and it made me realize that wait a minute, man, we was never slaves. At no point in time was we slaves. Europeans might have wanted to make us slaves, might have wanted to call us slaves based off of legality. If you look at this right, slavery was a legal institution. Y'all can Google that right now. It was a legal institution in Rome, in Greece, in Persia, in Europe, everywhere, right, legal. But kidnapping has always been illegal. Even in the mm-hmm. Bible where slavery is legal, even in the Quran where slavery is legal, kidnapping is illegal in the Bible. Kidnapping is illegal in the Quran. And so the truth is we were never slaves. We would kidnap victims. We would snatch and displace from our home. homes. We were held, you know what I'm saying, Prisoners of war. But we never were slaves. Prisoners of war. And so watch this. You know why we can't never get no money? Because it wasn't illegal to enslave people. That is a legal institution. We need to start talking about the fact that we got kidnapped. Okay? We need to petition the world courts. Because no, we wasn't fucking slaves. We was kidnapped victims. Think about this. We got to start telling our children and babies that we were slaves. That's a, great to, uh, That's a great point, huh? Hold on. Let me, let me, let me give you that. let me give you your just due. You know what I'm saying? And um yeah. Yeah, I got some more phone numbers. That, I got some more phone numbers I need to forward to you. We might have you sitting on the panel for the next upcoming debate. <laughs> <laughs> Like a Morris argument. Bill. Yes, my brother. Blue, Blue, look for seven three thirteen. The last four digits. That's Doctor Reggie. Seven three thirteen. Peace. Hello. Yeah, my phone waved out. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm here. Yeah. What did you say now? I said, look for 7313. That's my brother, Dr. Reggie. All right. Yes, indeed. I might have spoke too soon, so with no further ado, call it from the 646-288. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Ledge, Brother Reggie. Peace. I am on the famous Know the Ledge radio show. Yes, Peace, you are. Family, you go, Brother are Reggie. This most is, welcome this is my on the program. First time, Brother is Reggie. First time wow. on the show. Ain't this something? This is the first time. This is the first, first time on Know the Ledge. This is the first time that I've uh, 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 spoken. I uh, the only um, the I know that y'all was reaching me, out to me when Doctor Ben passed, but that was just a, a, a difficult time period for me, right? Right. And I didn't really want to talk. I just wanted to serve. So I I wasn't yeah. trying to. A lot of people think that people come and they try to big themselves up. Um, I knew who I was. I knew my work. I just, if anybody saw me, they just saw me serving. That's what I wanted to do for the elder. But these are, uh, this is another time, so I'm happy to be on Know the Ledge Radio, and we got well, this conference coming up. Yes, let me take this opportunity to clear the air first and foremost. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio, my brother. And, um, so, um, you know, 
for, for, for anybody who might be in doubt because of what they see in TV land, first and foremost, this is my brother. This is our brother. You know what I'm saying? Part of our family, our collective family of, you know, but brothers on the front line, you know what I'm saying, doing what needs to be done. Um, you started some very interesting dialogue in the community, and, you know, we definitely look forward to turning uh, that dialogue to something very productive. So I also understand that, uh, you know, you were also the brain behind the formulation necessarily of this conference, but the theme of it, can you speak on that? Uh, yes, this has been uh, uh, we're continuing the work of our elders, Dr. Leonard Jeffries, uh, uh, Dr. Joseph Ben Cannon, and Dr. Uh, John Henry Clark, and uh, and um, Professor Small, and the larger uh, um, group of uh, intellectuals, uh, also including Diop and Obanga, uh, BD, uh, just all of ASCAC that have uh, figured out that uh, there was a classical African civilization uh, called Kemet and that there's much that we can learn from. Uh, Most of what we are involved in is survival culture. We have not been in developmental culture for a long time, and this is a a, a big 3,000-year-plus civilization that we can draw on that's well-documented, well-written, but it was successful. And we find that the other cultures, uh, they were not long-lived. They were not classical. They didn't civilize large groups of people. Their claims that they did, right, but they didn't. Uh, Islam was an invading, uh, uh, not Islam, but Arabism, using Islam, was an invading group of people, right, um, uh, spreading Arabism, dividing up Africa. Uh, 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 the, uh, the Hebrews didn't have a huge impact on Africa. They had an impact in their own area, but it was shortly lived. It was shortly lived until it was rediscovered in the Americas, right? So it had been significant all these years until finally uh, you have a few people at, in, in the last hundred years that bring right. it back. So we have these discussions, and we want to say, well, you know, what civilization solved the most problems, I mean, for, for our people? And I don't know where our people is because it varies, but our people. So I'll stop and just listen to some of the comments, or if you have another question, but the fact of the matter is, Kimmin is the only civilization 3,000 years plus that has solved uh, a number of hey, problems. Somebody's line open, somebody's phone, giving feedback. Is it mine? I'll call back. Let's see if it's mine. Sarnetta. No, it ain't mine. Mine is on mute. I'm gonna mute my I've been I muted my phone. So I'm gonna mute my phone. 
Yeah, that ain't you. That's the immune system. Let's see. No, that ain't you. still going. That ain't you, Reggie. KT out there. Come on, KT. KT where you out there flying? You bringing them spirits. <laughs> there you go. Hello? See, hey, KT. There you go. See? See? It's KT the arch degree. <laughs> bringing in that force power. See what I'm saying? So I'm going I'm gonna yeah. to do something very, very uh, exciting uh, in this conference for the half an hour that I will be speaking, but I will be speaking the the previous day at the museum tour. Things is that, and I'll say this to 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 everybody, and I'll say it now, and uh, as we get on this march to a war conference. And so let's just start it up. Let's just start it up. Let's just get it in. There's no civilization, <laughs> no black civilization, except for Kemet. That raised up the black women. I don't care if you're a Muslim. There are millions and millions and millions of women who served Islam. We don't even know their names. Because Islam or Arabism, women are not important. Right? We could go and we could talk about uh, Hebrews. You can look at the Bible. You might only find the names of 40 women in the whole Bible. The rest Mm -hmm. of the women... Millions and millions and millions and millions of women are unimportant. Unimportant. Their names are not written. Their names are not recorded. Their lives mean nothing, just the men. Those who say that they're Moors, where the Moorish women? What makes mm-hmm. if you if you are if you do not raise your woman up and record their names and what they do, who are you? Who are you? Who else should I leave out? That's powerful, right? Who else should I leave out? If your civilization is man-driven, then you are a defective civilization. If your man, if your, if you do not see that your high cultures and high values come not from God, but from women who is the best reflection of God, then you have a defective system. Kemet had more than 3,000 years of raising up black women. We know their names. We know the names of the Netchers named after, um, who deified black women. Ma'at, Seshet, Sekhmet, Munt. I mean, um, um, uh, um, Hedheru. We know their names, right? And they were, they were shown as women, Right? Um. Uh, we we know that the men were there to raise up the women. That was their job. Horace was born to help his mother. Right? What evil set did. Right? We know a, a set and Ned Head resurrected a man who had died. The worst thing that could happen. This is the first man, or story of a first man being killed and who resurrects them black women <clears throat> that all of us are resurrected in the belly of women you tell me an Islamic culture in an Islamic culture women get salvation yes only if they're married not because of their righteousness not yeah, because I mean... of their righteousness Religion Hold within on, itself. Hold on, Blue Pill. 
You wanted it, God damn it. Now you going to get it. This is Dr. Reggie in the building right I'm now. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm listening to this everything he says. It matters now, I'm saying. Listen, I was raised, okay, by a grandfather who taught me the oldest planet is the war waged against women. Before I came into contact with any other ideology, this is what I walked on the planet with, and this is how I observe society. So nothing that he's saying to me is foreign. I agree with everything that he's saying. My whole thing is, okay, how do we implement it? Because even if we're talking about in the context of where he's speaking of the Moors and Islam, Noble Drew Ali came carrying a woman and said, to uplift fallen humanity, we have to back, get back to uplifting her as well. So, you know, I understand the whole aspect of the brothers directing his level of angst at, and it's correct to address those things. But but you know you what's know, important? My, my ideology is not throwing one thing out for the other. I utilize all things you know what's to come up with a solution in modern-day context. Yes, but you know what's powerful, what my brother Dr. Reggie said? He what's said... That, my brother? Where are the women in the history? Where are the women in your That's teaching? your question, Sadie. Like, you wanted a question for conference? That's yes. that was my question. Where are the there women for these great societies that you say, this great empire of the Moors, this great empire of of Islam or Arabism, this great empire of the, the Hebrews? Is, Why we don't this, know? Like I said, where are the women? Is, I know that Abraham put his wife Sarah in an unmarked case. <laughs> that crazy. So it's not about wanting to implement it, Blue Pill, right? It's not, and shout out to Red Pill, right? It's Indeed. not about, <laughs> it's not about implementing uh, it. It is that you have to live it. It, has, it should be already inside you. It's religion that took out the woman from right. it was That's It was, it was, it was religion. <laughs> It's not about getting back to it. It was religion that did it. Father, Son, and Holy Goddamn Ghost. The Holy Goddamn Ghost was supposed to be the black woman. So this is this is this is where we're at. We're at the crossroads. We're at Armageddon. This is the war that has to be fight. Either you're gonna. Either you're going to do, if you knew that you was fighting for your woman, your wife, your mother, your sister, your daughter, wouldn't you fight to the death? That's I would right. hope so. And that's if the you question fight for God, in general. You figure if you fight for God, you figure, well, you know, if I mess up, me and God, we cool, we can talk in the next life. If we <laughs> lose this battle, brother, we lose our women. We have lost our women. The TV got the forget God. The TV got our women. Empire got our women. But you know what? We have these religions, and, and anybody could call me up. Any, I mean, I got I, I, now I got a whole lot more enemies than I had before. I had some enemies with the Hebrews, few enemies with the Christians. I got a lot more with Moors, and I got a lot more right now with Islam. Before you call me up, you name 50 women that's in your holy book. 50 <laughs> women that did something. You name them. Don't just say Al-Kahina. 
Al-Kahina, she died. She got murdered by the Umayyad. And you know what they did? Her sons, her sons joined the Umayyad to continue. What kind of life is that? A religion murders your mother and you're going to join them. Because you know why? Because in those cultures, your mother is not important. So we're at the Armageddon crossroads. We're at the crossroads. This is war. And this is war for our families. And so you could intellectually, you could do, you could be an armchair intellectual all you want. You could ask me about, oh, Brother Reggie, do you know about the Wichita? Those are the oldest Indians. I don't give a damn <laughs> about no Wichita Moors. Because you know what? <laughs> Besides the one sister who was the mayor, <clears throat> head of the tribe, where are all the other women? And what did they do? <laughs> so now your throat's got to be clogged up because I'm going to have some dudes come up and they're going to call in, right? They're going to call in and they're going to justify this. And this is why we're having these conferences, right? Because it comes out. It comes out now. When you've got holy books and nobody cares about the women that gave their lives to raise beautiful daughters and sons. So we got to put this religion to the side because you know what? Religion is anti-women. And prove me wrong. Uh, again, like I, are you speaking to the audience or are you speaking to, to me? To the audience. No, to okay. the audience. <laughs> what I want to do is... Cause you screaming in the phone, so I'm like, are you speaking to me? Or no, because I'm saying to the audience. audience. No, Blue okay. Bill, you my brother. Blue Bill, this ain't got nothing to do with you. You run nah, Northern nah. Ledge Radio. This is an important <laughs> channel for our community. But, but, yeah, like I said. <laughs> yeah, well, let me ask him a question. I, hold on, hold on. I'm, like I said, I opened this conversation. I said I brought up some very interesting conversations. I also told you how I was raised. And then you said it's not what you re-implement, it's what you live. My whole life is about edifying my mother, raising her up. And I told yeah. you she exists in a paradigm where she was the very first one to cure AIDS, but she did it next to a man. That man is going to get the praise. That's the society we live in. Right, right. Yeah. Those are the no, things that need to be challenged. We're talking what about my mother cure AIDS. Let him finish. Let him finish. Say that again. You understand what I'm talking about? In 1985. So I lived the life of seeing my mother wrong by a situation in a society that will refuse to edify her because she's a woman. And they run to the man and give him the edification. I won't do it no more. I won't do that no more. It's programmed uh, thing which they just can't even seem to do it. Regardless of she comes forward to prove, she shows you the tape of him saying that she did it first. You know what I'm saying? So, And I just want to make this about that particular issue because it's broader than that. It's broader than that. So what I'm saying is that yeah, it's really what, not what I'm saying is that. that because that speaks to what Reggie said though. That that exactly speaks 
to our record is absolutely positively right, right because the women don't get their fucking fair share, dude. And it's time but, out for that shit yeah. right now. That's the fucking But like point. I said, being raised in a, in a household, my grandfather taught me this is what religion did to the woman. When we come into the community, we understand that the individuals that are part of the community become worshipped, and that's a form of religion, okay? So that whole concept that if we live in a patriotic mind, right, of society, the patriotic mindset is what's downloaded. It is the reinforcing principle of society in general. So this is what tap into. For them to edify a woman and raise her to a degree where she's over a man, they would have to throw out their entire operating system, their entire programming. And you're asking a lot mm-hmm. of people to do something that they were never exposed to to begin with. They would have to be able to tap into the DNA and mitochondria of who they are and bring that shit up. And hopefully that's what these conferences are about, to show that so that people can remember and re- you know, visit that particular aspect of themselves. All right? Mm-hmm. I'm totally mm-hmm. with you on that particular conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the but angle that, that you're again, coming Brother with. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Say that again. Your mother. Yes, say it again. Your mother. Say it again. Sister mm-hmm. Pill was the first Mama Pill, woman. Right. Mama Pill was the first yes. woman to cure AIDS. Oh, uh, she did it. Correct. She she did it first. Did you do you know how incredible that is? That was mind blowing. Did you understand? And then and then for someone like a Dr. Sabi to say, well, she did it first. Do you understand? This is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. You you don't have to go any further. You're absolutely right because you're the son of a goddess. Yeah. Indeed. That you could go and you could stand among men and women and people in power and know that your mother was the first to do it. We don't need religion. We don't. No. We don't. Guess we don't. what? I mean, what you said right now. I mean, it's 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 uh it's, it's just incredible the way you said it that she did it first. It, Let me ask you what, a question, brother Doctor Reggie. Yes. Brother Reggie. Yes. Let me ask you a question, brother, because yes. we ain't talk about this yet. Talk about the tour <laughs> to the museum. Where are we meeting up at? The importance of it. What is it going to show? What are you going to prove? What are you going to show? Where are we meeting with Tom? Let's get into that. Uh, hopefully it's going to be a nice day this Saturday. It's going to uh, 83rd Street and 5th Avenue. We're going to meet there starting around 1130 uh, 12, uh, to 12 o'clock. The tour is going to start roughly about 1230. Uh, my whole tour, my whole existence uh, in Kemet, has to do with the same thing that we're talking about. Um, Dr. Ben made two major lectures. We come from the beginning of the Nile, the foothills of the mountains of the moon, where God happy dwelt. And his second uh, famous lecture is, the heaven is between a black woman's legs. If you don't understand the significance 
of black women, then you won't ever understand Kemet. A lot of people are learning anew to Kemet, and they don't know, they don't understand. They don't understand, and I'll say it in the lecture, is that the sound T, the sound T uh, is is a feminine. T means feminine. Kemet is feminine. Maat is feminine. Uh, Nephet is feminine. Uh, Aset is feminine. All of our deities of the high order have a T in it. Mm-hmm. All women are connected in their righteousness. Men can be whatever they want. They could be uh, um, Brother Reggie, could be Sarnetta, even though Sarnetta got a T in it, right? They could be Akakek, right? They could be, men could be, all we are is solutions to the problem or solutions to aid the high ideas, to make it happen. Kemet is about the black woman. So my tour is about the black family and the black women. And taking away the concepts of these ideas of pharaohs, they were just representatives of the people. When right. we go into other, when we go into other societies, the Arab societies, Moorish societies, the Islamic societies, uh, I mean the Hebrew societies, it's about the men, right? So my tour is about the black family. Um. And then that's going to lead, I'm trying to show the people the primaries. And so when we go into the conference, maybe I might open it up. So I know it allows me to open it up or I'll be second. But I put, um, but this conference, this, what I'm going to do different than everyone else is, I'm going to talk about the mystery system of the black woman. That's Indeed. what I'm, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about sisters like Mama Pill. Right, I'm gonna talk about mm-hmm. they did it first. There's many, there's many Can I say this real fast? Look, speak, speaking of the great woman, we got Dr. Mayad on the line. Y'all got to let her in. Uh, four, okay. four, three. What line? She, she's gonna okay. definitely be giving, giving a presentation. Before Dr. Ma'at get on, you're going to open my sister line. I want to ask my brother KTL a question. Matter of fact, the question goes for everybody on the panel. And I'm going to deviate for a minute, but we're going to come right back. Did anybody see the movie Chirac? Especially, I'm talking about my brother KT, the arts degree. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go see that. This, I'm going to go see that tomorrow, uh, Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to see that. He, he saw the kings yeah. on the line. Hold on, greetings, y'all. Greetings, greetings. Did anybody see the movie yet? Anybody on the phone? No, man. No, no not okay. yet. No. I, I'm telling y'all. I encourage y'all to go see it, but. I'm going to show you my brother KT, the arts degree. Spike Lee need to be hogtied and thrown off the goddamn <laughs> house. Wow. wow. I'm trying yeah, to tell you It's a great story. Serious, they took a serious topic, like Chirac, yeah. like what's going on out there, and they made our people look like fucking idiots. Buffoons. I heard. I heard. man. They playing games with this shit right here. That's why you got to see it, KT, because, yo, man, I want the first interview with you, brother, when you go see that. 
No doubt. Esanetta. Esanetta. I heard that um, Spike Lee's rebuttal to his criticism is that, well, to the criticism is that um, he said that he just added, he wanted to add some satire to it. And then he justified he justified the satire by saying that Jennifer Hudson starred in it and that she's a child of Chicago. So he was saying, well, why would this child of Chicago put her stamp on something that she felt was, you know, foolery? So um, that's how he tried to justify the satire in, yeah. the, uh, in the film. Yeah, One but person I'm gonna say can't justify a whole, a whole city. Hold on, real quick. When mm-hmm. these white boys, when the Jews make a video about themselves or make a movie about themselves to document their history, they're mm-hmm. not playing games. They want nah, the they people don't. to feel their pain. They want the people to feel their pain. They want you to That's feel right. sorry for them. Man, oh, my God, it's just sickening. I'm going to tell you the truth. Me and my wife, we got up in the middle of the goddamn movie, and we just had to walk out, brother. Mm. We, we had. That's how bad that shit was. We mm. all walked out because I went there looking for some real true shit. I'm like, damn, Spike Lee gonna go in on the Chirac. Man, the whole mm. shit from the beginning to the end was a comical shit. He was playing That's what they, said. That's what they said. I couldn't believe it, man. I mean, they had so Nick Cannon I, I, as a thug. When I saw Nick Cannon was the thug, I already knew what was going on. Yeah, but see, he made uh. him. He made him like a toy. They was like. A goddamn! They supposed to have been the gangs, but they was fucking com- comical gangs and shit. Even yeah. when and it's, not, and it's a Greek, it's a Greek story. The whole movie is based on a Greek story, so it's not even like he took an African story, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. and 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 flipped it into something modern. He actually took a Greek story, you know, and tried to force it into the whole. I mean, the the whole term Chirac is just the name. He just took the name. He he didn't embody yeah. what the term meant. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know, from the minute I sat down and the movie came on, my face was like frowned from the beginning to the wow. like, end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting on like, yo, show some shit. Man, they had the women. The sisters was in there talking about shutting down my pussy. I'm shutting yeah. down my pussy. Oh, no, oh, brother, so I, can't, I can't sit through nothing like that. I can't sit through nothing oh, like that. Give, I can't give sit through nothing like up. that. Give the guns up. And you know the guns The guns is the phallus. The guns is the black man's phallus. So that's her, That's called castration. Yeah. That's castration. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, it, hey, it man. Black, can we get, but I just wanted... Can, can we get a problem for the sister? We ain't giving up no goddamn guns. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Can we get a proper thing, brother? We're clearing the air. We're opening the lane. This is the sister's very first time on the the program on KTL Radio. I'm glad you said that real quick. It's not about us turning in our guns. We got to redirect our goddamn target. Yo, I was looking at the news yesterday, Blue Pill, real quick. You know what they were showing? Are you the real quick to death, Arnetta? Down south, they were showing nothing but white people (laughs) going into the stores buying guns. And they was interviewing them. It was on the news. And they said, why are you getting the guns? They they said, we'd rather be with... They set a record. Yeah, man. They set a record on Black Friday. It was 
gun purchases being processed every five seconds. Okay. And what would wow. we buy, so, brother? Come on, what would we, we buy? We buy Jordans. Clothes, we buy Jordans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But that's what I'm saying. Hold on, man. Hold on. Come on, man. But like, on, like man. you said, and like the movie you was talking yeah, about, like Brother Reggie said and Brother Ark said, if we're not acquiring guns mm-hmm. to protect this sister, then what the hell are we getting them for? Right. So let's stop everything, right. open up the lane, introduce her, because she's more important. Than the other shit right. talking about. That's right. Because yeah, if it's not to protect yeah. her and to return <laughs> that level of security back yeah. where she can feel comfortable to do what she has to do because the creation comes from her, then everything else that we're talking about is not. So please, there sister, you introduce yes. yourself to this audience. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, thank you, brother, for that fantastic uh, introduction. Uh, my name is Dr. Mayotte, Arm and Raw Squad Up in Black African Power. Um, I'm looking oh, forward gracious. to I'm looking forward to uh the Comedic Conference this Sunday. Um I when I first tuned in I heard Brother Reggie on the line speaking about uh what he was gonna bring, what what he was gonna discuss at the conference and I salute Brother Reggie um for that for uh, introducing, well, I mean, not introducing, but for discussing uh, the great mother. And, uh, you know, I I read a long time ago that you judge a a race by, um, you judge the strength of a race based on how they treat treat their women. And uh, and we've lost that. We've lost that. And so I do salute Brother Reggie for um, getting up in the, well, on the conference, coming to the conference and discussing the great black woman and teaching the masses uh, about us. Um, when I come on Sunday, uh, my contribution to the presentation will be to show and prove that without a doubt, um, the origin of mathematical thought came out of South Africa, not mm. Mesopotamia, mm. not America, right. you know, right. not the Middle East. I'm going to prove without a shadow of a doubt that mathematical thought originated in South Africa, moved up to the central part of Africa, and then the Nile River served as a conduit um, for mathematical thought into places like Nubia and Kemet, and that's why they were able to produce um, such magnificent works as the uh, Berlin and the uh, Rhine papyruses. So uh, that's going to be my contribution to the conference uh, this coming Sunday. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, um, you know, we're coming, we're coming on the Raw Squad, we're coming strong. So, you know, we're going to be presenting archaeological evidence, evidence that's, you know, that can that can be seen in museums around the world and documents written by um, renowned uh, scientists and archaeologists and anthropologists. So we're definitely coming uh, strong this Sunday. Um, Brother Ark, he has a beautiful presentation uh, laid out. So um, we're going to come strong, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. We so, Dr. What about yes. What about Dr. Ma'at? Um, Saturday, will you be facing off with Captain Tazariat after the museum talk? Oh yeah, I'm there. I'm there, and I have a I have a lot of questions lined up for Brother Tazariat. A lot of questions and a lot of rebuttals. So, um, I'm definitely going to be in the house on. Um, I'll definitely be one in the number on that corner um, this Saturday. Right. So we can discuss the uh, King James Version of the Bible. And um, mm. I think by the time I finish with uh, Tazariak, Brother uh, brother Sai, I think he's going to put the Bible down by the time I get done with him. 
Right. Yo, brother, brother, um, so bringing that weight, yes. brother, um, uh huh, yes. What yes. is it about you where you're able to magnetize? Man, where did you, you know find what? all I of just, these people, brother, um? For real, he man, got his I own Craigslist. I got a good ear. I got a. I just got a good ear for talent, man. And I and I can hear it. I can't really explain. It. I can hear it. You know, you, you first gotta love Africa, man. You know, mm. unwavering. You second gotta love the black woman, unwavering. And mm. then you just gotta have a thirst. And then you gotta be qualified. And then you gotta handle the badger and the question and just be going hard. Like Doc, man, y'all fight me off all the time. She's like, nigga, don't you know I'm a doctor? What's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> It's the truth. We, you know, it is what it is. And, and be honest with you, man, I've I just been blessed, right? When I say blessed, I mean by the natural world around us. To, to, to go through sets of circumstances to, 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 to make me be able to uh, waddle with bums and dine with kings. And so, you know, mm. I, the, the truth is, man, uh, uh, being in Baltimore, going through what I went through and having my best friend be more still, still be here mm-hmm. living, still, still be here living. I mean, we, we went through the thing together, and we, we're mm-hmm. all here. Nobody got murdered. No one got the time out of their life forever. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it was a certain friendship that I'm looking for when I talk. It's a certain spirit of energy that I'm looking for when I run across people. And when I see it, I know how to identify it, plain and simple. So, you know, it's, it's fusing the young and older talent together. It's just been my, it's been my thing. I could just do that. So, you know. And I'm glad to have the young brothers and sisters, man. I'm glad. And we're looking for a few more sisters. And I and I got my eye That's on right. the sisters. They That's just right. can't be spooked out and start that candle magic shit because I ain't going for that. But they got to be, they got to <laughs> know what the womb is. They got to know they give birth. They got to know they stand in position. You know what I'm saying? The power. And they got to know how to handle it. And, you know, it is what it is, man. It's, it's just a beautiful thing. But it helps. But, but see, this is the thing I realized. That is everybody, man. That everybody can be a part of this thing. That there is no in between you and your fucking history. We taught the one charismatic leadership. That shit is out, man. Like, like, like everybody has to be able to teach their babies, man. Plain and simple. And so that lane is open and it's wide open, man. And you know we learned that all of us got to coexist. From the red bill to the blue bill to the KT. That everybody love all of us. So, man, you know, it's, it's there, man. And so this talent that we got, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. Yes, Indeed. I promise you. Brother Reggie. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. When we're talking about going to war against these different paradigms and these institutions that are historically anti-woman, um, we have one thing that's looming very large on the scene right now that is a direct affront, somewhat so to seem, against Kemet, and this is ISIS. Okay, so at a time when um, Kemet is being attacked, at a time when Islam is being compromised, you know what I'm saying, and things of this particular nature, at a time when, you know, they are positioning these, uh, you know, somewhat uh, surveillance teams and paramilitary units and what have you to kind of like take a brush and paint extremism over different communities as they so feel fit because of different people's interconnections and relationships, meaning that if there's a community within our community that says that they're Islamic, you know what I'm saying, then there's an end way. If there's a community that says they're comedic and they're talking about 
or set, and they say, well, that's ISIS, then there's inroads and there's inways, even though we're trying to ignore it as if it doesn't exist. What are we doing collectively, or should we even be focused on the obvious? Now, before you say something, Reggie, I want my brother Blue Pill to look for number 8569. That's the general, Sarah Suda Uh-oh. 8569. Get ahead, Dr. Reggie. Um, well, we can get caught up uh, with uh, them snatching uh, names and metaphors uh, from us uh, and using uh, and confusing us. Um, actually, the believe it or not, it was Dr. Ali Muhammad. His organization, uh, he was using ISIS for a long time, and then mm-hmm. he, he was. Uh, <laughs> but ISIS means nothing to the African because ISIS is a Greek word for a set. So it means nothing right. to us. What what means something to us is that this invasion of Islam in Africa coming from the north and spreading down and has done nothing great for Africa, has confused Africa. Dr. John Henry Clark said it best, Africa has no friends. At the Kemetic War Conference, this is Armageddon. This is Megiddo. You, can, you could justify your religions all you want, right? But you will fail. You will fail because when I bring up, and Sarnetta brings up, right, ask you where are the women in your history? If you come up there and you're an adversary to us and you can't name the women in your history, you have no argument. You have lost, right? I mean, you'd be laughed out of the room. Because only a great civilization, a great civilization is, uh, is shown by the success of its women, right? And mm-hmm. so Dr. Mahat, uh, she doesn't have to salute Brother Reggie. Brother Reggie is a servant of Mahat, of Dr. Mahat, of all great black women, right? We, ex- we are there uh, to make sure that we give our stress so that you have more babies, that you resurrect more men, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. You stay more black people. That you that you be like Mama Pill, right? And be the first to cure a virus that people say could not be cured, just because she figures out I can do this. This is the, uh, the Mama Pill is no different than a set, right? The real ISIS. She mm-hmm. was the first to resurrect. A man. She was the first. Do you understand? She was the first to create the concept of a resurrection story that is known now all throughout history. Mm. So we have these women that are the first. So I'll stop there. You come to this conference with your with your son of the father uh, bullshit, and you're gonna get slain because <laughs> because you'll be laughed out. Because you know what? Our women, our women come to our conferences. Our women have voice. Our women speak. Their women are in a closet, right? While their men are out there. <clears throat> yes. Yes, they don't have a voice. Uh-uh. <coughs> They're in the closet. Uh-uh. They don't have a voice. The man has to speak.
woman that does mathematics, she could be executed for witchcraft? Mm. Do you know in Nigeria, right? In Nigeria, that Boko Haram means against Western Western education. If she's doing mathematics and science, she'd be raped and then executed. If that is the extent, I can only show history. History is my best example. Don't tell me about don't tell me about what you think could happen. I'll show you what has already happened. Everywhere these people went, they brought down civilization instead of raise it up. You name a civilization lasting more than 300 years <clears throat> that did great things. Tell me what Islam did great or Arabism. <clears throat> tell, tell me what the Hebrews did great. Tell me. Tell me what the – now it's the Native Americans. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the brother doesn't yet know that 
you know, Dr. Ben is our grandfather's cousin coming from St. Croix, so he don't really get the, the familiar family interaction and connection there. But it's cool because he made some very valid points where he was speaking about the importance of putting the mother and the woman back on the pedestal because majority of these religions are patriarchal and they have waged war and there's none that have a historic record of women being at the forefront other than Kemet, which is pretty much foundationally set on not only edifying the woman, but, you know, putting her in her proper place in terms of her being the mother and the giver of life and the resurrector. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned to him um, that not only did I agree with him, but in real time, in this lifetime, you know, that I have, uh, what you know, I have a mother that is a victim of that particular systematic abuse, you know, in terms of her being the very first one to cure AIDS. But as long as you're standing next to a man, of course that man is going to get the credit. And even though, you know, if you bring forth testimonial, if you bring Dr. Shady saying it in the speech or the lecture, you know, you bring forth on, all man. of this evidence. I'm just setting it up so she knows exactly what we're talking about so she can speak on it. That's all. The floor is yours, mother. Okay, so now, yeah, so the, so the question is, I, what's the question? That's what I'm saying. There, there's no question. I'm just laying oh, the foundation. But we, we, we do have a, a young lady on the phone, Sister Mahat. She's a doctor. I think she might have a question for you in regards okay. to um, the age. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm here. Greetings, Sister Maat, or Dr. Maat. Greetings, 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 ma'am. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. I had heard um, Brother Reggie mention your name a few times when I had, um, prior to calling in, I heard him mention your name, and I didn't, I never, I never heard of you. And I said, well, what does she do? What does she do? And they opened your line up so that you could discuss um, your accomplishment. And now I'm hearing that you cured, you have a cure for eight. I, um... All right, so my background, um, family background, is that um, my great-grandparents, you know, forebearants uh, <clears throat> are from the uh, what is known now as the United States Virgin Islands. So that's mm-hmm. like St. John, St. Thomas, St. Croix. And um, then I have my mother's mother coming from Antigua. So, you know, it's like all of those tropical islands that around the – you know, equator, all of that tropical region. So, mm-hmm. um, so traditionally, the lifestyle that they lived uh, is very, very similar to what m- one of my mentors talks about when he lectures, and that's Sebi, where he takes it all the way back to the mother and the woman of the, he says, the jungle, but you could say the rainforest. You could say, you know, the tropical island, because that's basically what he's talking about. He's talking about geography. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that that woman is the woman that he puts above God. <laughs> and he said that woman is the woman that is God to him. And that woman is his mother and his mother's mother yeah. and his mother's mother. That's so, right. 
yeah, so I, I say the same thing, too, because I have that similar um, lineage as Dr. Sabi. Because Doctor, uh, well, Sabi, his his um, his people were well. Doctor Sabi was in, born in Spanish Honduras, so that's just you know Central America. That's that what it, that would be farther south of the equator, and um, basically, uh, you know, the landmass looks very similar to the tropical island that my parents grew up on, and so. Um, so I understand what he's saying when he's saying that the woman of the jungle precedes um she she's she's first cuz that environment existed first before city you know all the great cities were and kingdoms were created in history right so he likes to go back to number 1 from the very beginning and the reason why is because that's in that environment the black woman was not an angry black woman. She didn't have fibroids, she didn't have <laughs> breast cancer, mm. she didn't use yo- she didn't use yoni eggs, Uh-oh. she didn't use dildos, <laughs> she didn't use vibrators, she didn't have uh, candida, she didn't have syphilis, she didn't have herpes, okay? None of this stuff existed. And 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 I don't need to, you know, I don't need to go to college and get a PhD to figure that out because all we need to do is just look at the food of the tropics. All the food today that the so-called Caucasian is doing scientific research on um is the food that our foreparents were eating, and those foods kept them healthy. The food was the medicine, and the medicine was the food. Uh, I'm gonna just bring. Right. I'm gonna just talk about soursop. Now, soursop is a tropical fruit, and um, the fruit is was used uh, by our foreparents, and so were the leaves. Today, since the Caucasian has done the research and he has discovered that soursop is a is is a pot, has a chemical uh in it that um like it's an it has powerful antioxidants it has powerful antiseptic antibacterial antifungal properties so now um soursop leaves if you go into a health food store there's one here in Atlanta you go into the health food store the soursop leaves are $72 an ounce Damn. An ounce. There we go. Yeah, I, think, I believe it's an ounce. Yeah, seventy-two dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, now, um, yeah, but but say ten, twelve years ago, when you go to the market in a place like Saint Croix, Saint Thomas, or Saint John, any of those tropical islands, you'd buy you'd buy a whole bag of sour sauce from leaves for maybe five dollars from the woman in the market. You, you oh. see, so so. Mm-hmm. I'm saying all of that to say this, that that woman lived a, lived a natural life. She lived her life in accordance to her natural nature and her natural environment, and there was this synergy, uh, this sort of symbiotic relationship. Uh, she, she coexisted in nature. She didn't pollute the water. She didn't pollute the earth. She didn't pollute the air, and neither did her mate, the man or their offspring the children you see so we 
so we fast forward, you know, how we're living now, and we all know some of the history about, you know, why many of us are not still in those regions anymore, those geographical locations anymore. But um, what also I was, I had been told by my mother is that my grandmother, her mother, her mother's mother, they were, they made bush tea. So they didn't necessarily have the title of an herbalist, but perhaps more it was like bush woman, <laughs> you know? And so what they did is that they made, they made all these from bush because that's what they call it in places like the tropics. So they would make these bush teas and they would drink them. They would give them to the children. So nobody was anemic. Um, you know, nobody had high blood pressure. Um, men didn't suffer from impotency uh, because mm-hmm. all these all these wild vegetation were super super like concentrated with dense dense mineral salts and you know life giving elements. And that's not even to talk about how densely. Uh, uh, how dense the the vegetation is on all those islands, where we're talking about the the oxygen and all those um, elements, you know, were are in the air. You see, tell, and then tell them about the flowers. Oh yeah, so yeah, so today I was talking sort of like a spinoff of uh, interview I did yesterday with Brother Rich at the Dwyer Cultural Center in Harlem, and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were talking about this, like, this new kind of a, I don't know if it would be called a phenomenon, but this new kind of trend that's happening um, here in um, Atlanta, and it has gone, I think it, I think it originated in California, where um, there's like this new kind of device that women are inserting in their vaginal canals, Um uh, whereas, like, in the 50s and 60s, it was, like, the dildo and vibrators and that kind of thing. So now it's a stone that uh, somebody's shaping into the form of an egg. And um, so there are these individual females that are um, promoting these stones as something to insert in the vaginal canal and it's supposed to, um, like, <clears throat> create some type of power, you know, or, or increase some kind of power. Can I interject you know? for one minute? My, I, I got yes. the general on the phone. He just called me back saying he's waiting. He's on the line trying to get in. Who? Oh. The general. <laughs> I got that in the building. And his number yeah. is 8569. Okay. That's his last digits. Go ahead, Dr. Mai. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, though, That's this, Mama is, this, Pill. Is, That's not Dr. this is Mama yeah. Phil talking. <laughs> so, oh, go ahead, um, give me Mama Phil. Go ahead, Mama yeah. Phil. So, so, um, That's a compliment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what I so what I was what I was saying to um KT Arch degree today, I said, um women of antiquity. Um Let's see, King, uh, Queen Nzinga, um, uh, Harriet Tubman, 
uh, come on, let's name some of the the sisters of antiquity. Hatshepsut. Brother Reggie. Hatshepsut. Yeah. None of these sisters used a stone in their vaginal canal. None of them inserted stones in their vaginal canal. My great-grandmother didn't do it. My mother didn't do it. Her mother didn't do it. You see? And these were healthy women. These were healthy women, and they were powerful women. But they it was not based on them in certain stones in their vagina. However, indigenous women of the tropics, there is something that they did use uh, is a flower. There's a, there's a flower that grows in the tropics. Uh, I've seen it in Central America, South America. Uh, I even I saw a tree in California, and I've also seen one in Florida. And um, it grows a pod. And if that pod stays on the tree to maturity, to maturity, it opens up and this huge orange flower comes out of it that almost looks like an orchid. And it, mm-hmm. and it almost looks like, like the opening of the vagina. However, if, if you, if you, um, if you, Pull if you pick it off the tree before that flower forms. There's a there's a there's a water in it, a liquid water in it, and so what indigenous women have done for centuries is that they they uh you know how you take an okra and you like snap off the tip of an okra. Yes. Yeah. They do they do that and then they insert that pod in their vaginal canal and they squeeze it and that water floods the walls of the vaginal canal, and that's what you call a, a natural douche. Oh, okay. That's where, the first, that's where the first douche came from, you see? And that was used because the properties in that, in that orchid, in that flower that forms in that pod uh, was, um, you know, antiseptic, antibacterial, antifungal, and, and, it, and it had some, it had astringency astringent properties too you see right to tone to tone the the walls of the vaginal canal so i know that you i know that you better get your hands on that problem for one of these girls who would create an mlm out of this to have these girls wrapping their waist and putting paws up in there so I know so I know for a fact that this is what this is what this is what our four this is what as I said women of color Indigenous women over the all over the planet, in those regions of the geographical location, that's what they use. But if you go back and you talk to, if you talk and talk, if you go to Honduras right now, or you go to um, any of those islands and where that flower that tree grows, and you talk to women who are eighty and ninety years old, they'll tell you, yeah, we've used that, and we're our mothers, mothers, mothers use that. But if you take a stone out that these women are calling the yoni egg, and you say, did you, did any of you use this? They're gonna think you know. I don't even want to say what some of those women will say. Mm-hmm. In their, in their, in their, you know, in their colloquial slang talk, I don't even want to. I can't even imagine what it is they would, how they would re- respond to that. Right. So, so then also what I was saying is, um, oh, this is well, why this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I no. Don't so I'm going to say up. that. Yeah. Your your time. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 
because we have a lot of people on the panel tonight, and I want you to be in the audience. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we're going to start mm-hmm. bringing some more of the panelists in as well. And, you okay. know, All right. So I'm going like to say this one last thing. Let us finish that thought. Let us say this one last thing. This is why it's important to have the elders talking to the youth and the younger people. Yes. Because much of my guidance in Harlem came from my father's friends who were the elders then. They were like, when I was 12, they, these men were 60 and 70 years old, and they took a liking to me. So my father would take me to the barbershop, and I'd sit down and hear them talk. But some of them, when I wasn't with my father, they would say, I want to meet you in Central Park because I, it's something I want to tell you things that you need to know. So there was this one elder named Mr. Rogers, and he's the first Sagittarius that I know was Sagittarius. So if he were alive, he'd be like a hundred and something years old now. I remember Mr. Rogers telling me about, he would just talk randomly about life and information. So he was the first man who ever told me that you never insert, uh, man-made devices in your vaginal canal. You you ne- you never you he said you you do not want to grow up and 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 be programmed to use a dildo. You don't want to be under that program of using a vi- a vibrator. You know, he was telling me that those things are man-made things and when they go into the vaginal canal, they cause a friction that make that area irritated and cause illness. So he was saying the body, the woman's body was made to receive the man's love and energy, and the penis is what goes into a vaginal canal. That's what's supposed to massage the inner walls of a vaginal canal, latex dildo material, not a... a, We go. Okay. Not a not a vibrator that operates with electricity or with a battery that is moving with that high, high frequency. You understand? He said it's unnatural. Yeah. And what it sets the woman up for is something like a like a energy vibration and frequency that is not is not going to be achieved by a man doing what the vibrator does. You cannot compare the two. Yeah. So he said, that's why you never do it. Because once you do that and you get that sensation, you will be hooked to that sensation. But eventually what that will do is that will make you sick in the long run. And so in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, vibrators and dildos were very, very popular. But what I also was telling Kamani is that, see, those things are crutches and those things are causes a woman to be very handicapped because what it does is it, if you, if you're going to depend on these, on these man-made devices to bring you sexual orgasm, which is what women are supposed to experience and men are supposed to experience is part of health. It's part of our health and our well-being to orgasm. But, you are supposed to be doing that 
male helping unit. female right. do it, female helping male do it. It is it no. is the law. It is the law of reciprocity. It is a law, a natural law of reciprocity that happens. However, women a person a woman will not develop herself in in a high excellent state of character or she 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 will not develop her self love um if she is depending on these artificial things you see she 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 won't develop the kind of relationship she's supposed to with a man you see if she's de- depending on all these man made devices right. cuz you know there's a there's a kind of relationship you have to have with a man a loving relationship the two of you have to have with each other in order to to orgasm in a healthy way because Indeed. it's energy it's energy you see so if if that's not happening you know then um you know if you if you if you haven't like developed that kind of a relationship with a man you're never going to do it if you're depending on these devices you see because i know for many years, that there were many women that were, were, were they were without healthy relationship with men because they had a dildo and a vibrator, you know, in the drawer, the the nightstand right by their bed at night. So that's what they would pull out and use that. Hmm. So all I'm saying is that this stone that they're promoting is the new dildo, the new vibrator. Oh, boy, boy, boy. And I I'm going to say this. There's one. There's only one sister that I've seen on 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 the um on the social platform, um, or what do you call it? The um, mm-hmm. yeah, on yeah, on the social media, yeah, right. on so on social media, who has addressed this? And um, it's brother Asir's wife down in Florida. Her name is Selena. She's the we only one that I, mm-hmm. yeah, she's the only one. That has sat down. She has a she has a video on YouTube where she is addressing this, and right. I wanna I wanna commend applaud her. her for that. Commend her, right? Yeah, yeah. I wanna commend her for that. Yes, yes. So, um, and yeah, and in, and in reference to Doctor Maad about the um AIDS, um, um, when I'm what I what I wanna say to that is that I'm just following in the tradition of my grandmother and my great grandmother as far as you know, having the relationship with the wild vegetation and using classic, you know, tonics in order to nourish the blood, you know, cleanse the body of parasites and worms and removing waste out of the body. Um, And so the first client that um, I had uh, with my partner, uh, Sabian, um, at the time, uh, we, we had a place in Brooklyn. We had a client who came, um, well, actually the client had AIDS, but we didn't know, I didn't know that. Uh, someone came on his behalf because he was in hospice care. And so, um, they said that he had, he was in, he was, he had, he was, um, in pneumocystic stage. I heard pneumonia in that. So I said, oh, wow, pneumonia. That's almost like the walking dead. So Mm -hmm, I I selected, I selected the tonics, but, I selected quantity, whereas we would have somebody come in and they get one bottle of iron 
one bottle of fucus, one bottle of the the cell cleanser. I gave her maybe 12 bottles of the iron and and mm. and instructed her to give him a bottle a day. That's you right. See? And that's what that's what turned him around. Yeah, mm. that's what turned him around and changed all his 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 vitals. Vitals. His vitals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So so I so even she cured have, it without even knowing she cured it. Well, the body Amazing. cured. The body. The body, the body cured right. itself. You just right. But but so I don't know anything about. I don't know well. anything. See see. Let me tell you what. This is what Sadie and I and Ma and I didn't get into. We don't get into what these people name the thing. That's right. We don't get into that. That's right, Mama. We know that if the guy is dying, he's suffering from malnutrition, severe malnutrition. We know his iron level is down, his potassium, magnesium, all the mineral salts. We know they are, they are, he is in, in severe deficiency. We know that. And we know there's a lot of mucus, uh, there's a lot of inflammation because there's a lot of premature premature death of cells. And we know there's lack of oxygen and not, you know, all those supporting elements that sustain life. We know that that's practically missing in the person. So what do you have to do? You have to feed the person the foods that will nourish the body eventually create a reserve of all these mineral salts and and life-giving elements that are not that are not there in the body and then the body takes that material and what existing life force energy it gets increased the the potency of the existing life force energy which everybody has until they take the last breath it gets increased. Once you increase the potency of the life force energy, the body does everything that it's already programmed to do do and designed to do because it's an intelligence. Right. So So it don't matter what you have. That's why, you know, I get a lot of people, they call me and they spend 20 minutes telling me what the doctor said it is. (laughs) And I know it's waste. I know it's waste. And I and I tell these people, I says, listen, you call me up because you want to lose weight. No, first of all, let's get it right. Let's get the let's get the concept right. You want to lose waste, right? Waste. You got a hundred pound. You got a hundred pound of waste that you're walking around with, and it's fluid waste. It's fatty adipose tissue. It's about right. twenty fifty pounds of undigested animal legs. Thighs, breasts, tongues, you know, uh, brain. I mean, yeah, it's all all these animal parts stuck inside of you. www.greenleaf-herbs.com. Yeah, that's that's our website. So, um, look. We 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 we're a family that we are in the tradition of maintaining a science that our foreparents were very much excellent in. We are dedicated to preserving those formulas, those ancient formulas, and creating them in ways today that are convenient and sort of innovative. So that, you know, 
people can take, you know, take them easily. Like, like I get a lot of people, they call me and they say, oh, well, can I go to the health food store and get, you know, da, 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 da. And I say, no, you can't because a lot of these herbs are not even from here. And a lot of the times you go to the store and they say it's a, herb, it's a particular herb and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Bill, and then, and, yeah. Yes. Um, just, just one just one question. Do you mind if uh, Brother Seti and Brother Ben get in? Oh, no, I don't. I'm, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Ben is uh, 7447. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hey, Mother Phil, yeah. I, I'm going to have to get you on my show and just let you, let you just rock out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and um, Dr. Muhammad. This is Brother Amarok. 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 Okay, yeah, you guys are calling me. Yeah, just okay. call me. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll... Uh, you just take the number and then I'll be quiet and listen. It's four two four two zero zero five four six nine. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. I couldn't. Four two four two zero zero five four five four six nine. And I might and I might be the elder tonight because I'm sixty years old. So you young people, yeah, just you, be won. Patient. you won. You <laughs> won. Y'all be y'all be patient now, okay? Look, look, check this out. Look, 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 look. You sound strong. 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 You sound so she came and she thing. spoke, and we all we all had to sit on by the wayside and pay attention to the elder and the woman, the matriarch, right. speak. Well, I tell you one thing. If, if, well, listen to this. Look, I know for a fact if it was doc, if it was if it was Doctor Clark or Doctor Ben on the phone, nobody, nobody would have cut him off. No. Nobody <laughs> would have said nothing. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you You guys, listen to this. You guys have, when you guys be putting out this, these, these, these sentiments and making these comments and these declarations, you got to mean it. I'm telling you, because you will, you will pay. I'm telling you, there's fourth, there's a fourth in the universe. You can't be saying these things and you don't mean it from your heart and soul. You, these things have to be really met when you say these things. They just can't be like, uh, like what do they call it? like on TV when they have those little, uh, what do they call them? You know, like PSAs. What? You know how? Like when they like, like you, you can't just like it can't just be like little like words you put together oh, like you know bites. little. Right. Yeah, they can't sound be sound bites. bites. Come on now. <laughs> you can't say that there's you can't say that there's no women out here talking and then I'm I'm sixty years old. I should be sleeping now. I'm on the phone and I'm sharing with you guys six stuff that I know. Oh check this out. Check this out, Mama Phil. You can't be running around saying the black woman is gone this and then you got a whole panel full of men. You can't do that. I mean, oh my God! This thing is this thing is so out of balance. It's so out of balance. It really is out of balance. Mama oh my God! 
Mama Pill, I talk about it. Out of balance. And then listen, listen. Then these guys be talking about how they can't find a certain kind of queen. They can't find her. Oh, because these sisters are so angry. Oh, they're so this and they're so that. Right? <laughs> Come on, Mama Phil. Come on. Yeah. And Come on with it. Listen, listen. <laughs> they don't, they, this, may, this may be true. This may be true. However, when they, if they, when they hear me speak, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause a shift. Because That's I'm right. not an angry black woman. You are right. 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 Look, let me tell you. You are right. Because this is our letter. You are right. I be trying to tell Unc this all the time. All the time. No, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not an angry black woman. Oh, I'm, a wow. loving black, I'm a loving black woman. Wow. And, and, and let me tell you. Let me tell you, there are a lot of brothers in the community that will tell you that that's the truth. I can't tell you how many men I've met in my life that said, oh, man, I wish I had a mother like you, an aunt like you, a sister like you, a woman like you. And I'm not bragging. But I feel like (laughs) the nature of how I am, I can help many of the young sisters so that you guys in about another year, this shit will turn around. That's right. It'll turn around, and you won't be saying, oh, these sisters are so angry. Oh, these sisters don't like their own beauty. Because I can't tell you how many sisters, because I wear my hair natural, are now wearing their hair natural. Mm. Because they see me. Talk that shit. That's right. That's all. I ain't got no more to say. Like I said, it's past my bedtime. No, Mama Phil, I want you to keep on going. I'm listening. This no, is it's past my bedtime because I don't, I don't want the brothers to be, you know, they, they're listening and they're saying, boy, I wish you just shut up so I can talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. There might be, there might be some of that happening. Hold on, Mama Phil. Hold on, Mama Phil. I simply said open up their lines because they was waiting patiently and you continue to talk. That's all I said. No, don't get no, me. No, no. You can have, let them talk. Shoot. No, no, let them talk. No, no, let them talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna. No, but like I said, it is. You know what? I was in New York it's over the weekend, and I just got, I just got home. So you know, I'm kind of resting up from that long um, trip uh, this weekend sound like in New York City. Like it, sound like you charged up though. <laughs> well, the, but that's because of you guys. But that's because of you guys. I'm all charged up. Because you know, like I said, we sound like you know. Yeah, look, 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 look. The the reality is that we feed off of each other. We do. We bounce off of each other. The energy works that way. And all of those brothers that uh that are basically been in the forefront. I've seen all of these brothers. I've seen them at the National Black Theater, and I've enjoyed all of them. However, like we said, the the female has been not present. You see, mm. but we 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 just need to change that. The sisters, that's right. It's really our. It's not the brothers' responsibility to do that. It's ours as women. Yeah, to step up, to step up, to step up. Well, and I'm going to panel. Sunday says, uh, uh, "Mama Pill, we shoot a uh, sister will be on the panel speaking oh, great. up there, going last on Sunday." Wonderful. Let's get that wonderful. Straight. Wonderful. Okay. That's great. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's 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 hear the brothers now. We're gonna listen. And right? that and that yes, turns indeed. up energy she got is due to that CMOS plus and that oxy emo. Oh yeah, because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like Yeah, like I'm that. like uh yeah, I wanna I wanna say this too. Now, um 
uh, a lot of people wonder how Sabi is like, you know, 83, 84 years old and he do does what he does. And they people look at me and I'm 60 years old and they be saying, what? They think I'm 35. But because mm-hmm. every day we take our iron, every day we take our CMOS. I t- you know, I call mine CMOS Plus. I call my iron formula Oxyhemo. I have a formula called the Master female nourisher. I take those things every day, you see? And I do yoga and I go to sweats and I get body massages and I get reflexology because all of this stuff nurtures the body. It nourishes the body. And we have to do these things in order for us to keep our vitality high frequency. We have to do these things and so that we don't get all we don't get energy stagnated and blocked inside of us where then we start acting crazy <laughs> and bizarre. Good point. And a lot of a lot <laughs> of it is that's what it is. It's blocked energy. It's stagnant yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. We love so that's you, Mama. It. Thank you so much. Love you guys, too. Family, you can check her out on Brother Rich's channel. She got an explosive video. It's going viral right now, you know, doing her thing like she says opening up those lanes of communication because somebody got to speak to these sisters, you know what I'm saying? Because they mm-hmm. want to be communicated mm-hmm. to. They feel left right. out. All right? Yeah. Thank you, Thank you, Mama Phil. Thank you, Brother Reggie, for opening talk. up this conversation. All right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Up. So who's the first speaker? You know what I'm saying? I, I, told, I told you I had something for you, Reggie. Oh, yes, sir. That's uh, that's a beautiful thing because you know what? We got a thousand years of women wit in just 40 minutes. <laughs> there you Jeez. go. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Brother Sarnetta. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. yeah, can you contact okay. our brother Seti? Let him know that we're ready for him. I just opened oh, up. Uh, Seti, Seti hung a- up, man. He said. He said he was rather listening to her because she was kicking some oh. real shit. So he hung up and he was listening. Like, this guy yeah. phone tell him to get back. Tell him to call back because I, I like him. I've seen him before at the National yeah, Black Theater. My, my, my mother loves Sandy. He lit so, that place yeah. up. He lit that place up that home. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he said he was sitting back listening to her. She's dropping some real oh shit God. that we need. So Let me like open up Black Panther's. Black Panther's line from six seven eight four okay. four six. Okay. All right. Yeah, Let's brother Black Panther, Panther, you here? Peace, family. Peace, peace. Black African power, everybody. What's going on? Wakanda will rise, man. Team Osiris, Amara yes, Squad, Magi Archers. What's going on, family? Mm-hmm. Mama Pill, thank mm-hmm. you for that beautiful peace. uh speech you gave us, uh, I just want to say I take the baobab powder every day and uh, I got a new energy <laughs> like yeah, I never had man. before. Baobab powder, you go! Yeah, you oh know. my god! Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's KT a real hooked me up with that. That's a real you know, stuff. Uh, that tree uh, grows in my native land of uh, Senegal and Gambia, so and the, I definitely Do you know it's in St. Croix, it. too? It's in St. Croix. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I had Wonderful. to get some of my, my native roots in me. So I appreciate y'all <laughs> making that product. 
Oh, wow. That's so don't worry. It, it will be at the Comedic Conference on Sunday. Wow. So you are, so you already know you got some of my money coming to you. Your package your yeah. package is on the side. I already got a special package for you, brother. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that because I need some more. So, I'm running low. What, are you going to be presenting our brother at the, um, at the, yeah. at the conference with Team Osiris? Yeah, me and uh, brother Sanjetti gonna split some time on stage, and uh, I'm coming. Okay. You know, I'm not, I know I'm not gonna have a whole lot of time, but one thing I want to do, I want to smash this this frivolous theory that aliens built the pyramids, and I want to <laughs> go to this one point in this temple yeah. where Lord. everybody goes to, where supposedly it's a helicopter or a spaceship or a rocket ship or a tank mm-hmm. or something. I want to go to this relief and break down why it's not any of those things. And wow. I want to do that for the people because a lot of oh, people go to that and they want to try the to me, discredit the, me, me the African. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I yeah. pseudo means, you know, I've been busting you, up these you're the means. You're the yeah. means killer. <laughs> I, I got to do it. Oh, I got to wow. do it. Memes are killing the scholarship in the conscious mm-hmm. community. We everybody yeah. on this panel puts in time, and we go mm-hmm. through books and PDFs and languages mm-hmm. and 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 consonant mm-hmm. sounds, and we have doctors and and mm-hmm. scientists, and everybody puts in a lot of time to their research, mm-hmm. and then you get some fool with a picture that ain't never studied none of the culture, none of the archaeology, mm-hmm. none of the paleontology, mm-hmm. none of the fruits, mm-hmm. none of the vegetables, mm-hmm. none of the mm-hmm. nothing of the culture. And then he mm-hmm. just puts something on a picture, and people go, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense." Oh, that, yeah, oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw some some so ridiculous last night. The guy had a uh, uh, Tu and Ra and Ku and Ra, and he said that was mm-hmm. the Quran and the Torah. So the Torah <laughs> must be about the wisdom of Ra, and the Quran must be about the speech of Ra. <laughs> And I almost lost my mind. You're going to straighten it out on oh, this easy. weekend. My mind. I hate to be on, uh, um, but don't leave out Tom Murray. Um, add that in, too. Oh, <laughs> you know I Man. <laughs> this stuff gets real silly after a while because they they play word games, but they don't know any linguist. Uh-huh. So they, they right. just hear... They just hear the same mm-hmm. sounds and they're like, "Oh, this must be the mm-hmm. same word because it mm-hmm. starts with the same letter and it kind of has the mm-hmm. same sound." Well, that's not how linguistics and not how language works. And we're so fortunate on the Amara Squad to have Brother Asar Imhotep, Brother Sanjeti, mm-hmm. Brother Wu Jawu, mm-hmm. brothers that have been doing this for a long time, mm-hmm. been trained mm-hmm. by you know the legend Raketi Amin, been trained by the mm-hmm. elder Infudishi. So they came mm-hmm. up through the ranks. And now they're passing it on to us. So we're so fortunate. So mm-hmm. we won't fall victim to the mm-hmm. pseudoisms. So right. that's what we ought to do to, to destroy these pseudoisms right. and put our elders mm-hmm. and our black women back on the throne. And that's what Wonderful. I'm coming to do at the presentation. Well, that's great. Hey. So, Mother, you know, what this is is a continuation of what you grew mm-hmm. up surrounded by, you know, because mm-hmm. family, like I said, uh, Dr. Ben is from the yeah, Virgin Islands. My Alliance. grandfather. We used to go to you know, First World Alliance. And, and yeah. She my that grandfather church. took my mother to all of 
Dr. Ben's mm-hmm. presentations. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She Dr. grew Clark. up in Harlem, yeah, with Dr. Clark and everyone mm-hmm. that we are talking about today. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Our greats. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so this is a continuation of that. These are the noble mm-hmm. students of these great master teachers that are well, carrying forth the legacy, you know, and, and mm-hmm. still attacking the pseudoisms and, you know, mm-hmm. all of the uh, the spells that were left and, you know, disguised as, quote, unquote, intellectualism by these European researchers and things of that nature. They don't really know the science mm-hmm. because the real science was taught in the craft, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even if you know this so a lot of our brothers are, are, are very, you know, banging out. They got a lot of fire in them. That's just the mm-hmm. nature of it. You know, this generation mm-hmm. has approached mm-hmm. these things with a lot of fervor to say, okay, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in honor of the great work that was done, I'm going to add on by right. dismissing, you know, all of the pseudoism and, and right. the, the stuff falsehoods. that, you know, mm-hmm. the falsehoods, yeah, things of that okay. nature. Okay, so, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know? I got it. Mm-hmm. We Can have you tell us nobody anything very yeah, short about any of your experiences, you know, going to Dr. Ben's lectures or Dr. Clark and things of that nature? Well, what was Harlem um, like when this information was first brought to it? Well, we used to, the, the, the lectures used to happen at um, First World Alliance on the hundred and uh what is that, 145th and Convent at that church mm-hmm. right over there. Yeah, so that's where uh, I saw I saw Van Sertimer there, um, Dr. Clark, Dr. Ben. Um, let me see. I'm not sure if I saw Francis Quest Wilson there. But, um, you know, many of many of these elders uh, I saw in Harlem because I did see France, Dr. Francis Quest Wilson in Harlem, but I think I saw her at a at a school in a in an auditorium at that kind of a venue. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it was um, like Dr. Ben. Some of his first books, your grandfather used to come home with those books, you know, because they were friends, you know, because they grew up in St. Croix together. So a lot of his works, Grandpa got immediately from Dr. Ben. So he would come home and read them um, every night, and then he would share the contents of those books with um, me and your, your aunt, Andrea. So, you know, I was we were, I was 12, and I believe Andrea, um, she was like 17 at the time. And so, you know, we used to just listen, you know, because he, he would – you know, read them and remember everything verbatim and, you know, give us dates and times and events and, and he was consistent with it. So actually I learned, I learned that history home. I didn't learn that history in Watley junior high school that I was going to No, They didn't discuss any of what grandpa was teaching us. And then um, Dr. Clark, same thing with him too. You know, it was just uh, really learning it from the horse's mouth. And um, I don't remember reading any of of Dr. Clark's books, but I did look through several of the books that Dr. Ben created because he had a lot of the uh, visual pictures in there too, along with, you know, the words. He had a lot of visuals, 
Right. And what was the atmosphere yeah. when they brought forth this information that, you know, wasn't really available prior to that in the community? You know, well, was the, it the, also an atmosphere of war in terms of the way well, that no, they were well, beating the, back the falsehoods the, and Christianity no, well, was, and things of that nature? Well, um, well, I just remember the venues were always uh, well attended. And um, mm-hmm. there was never anyone. There was never anyone that would stood that would stand stand up in the audience when the presentation was happening or after the presentation happened. That that were like an adversary that you know challenged them or anything like that. Mm-mm. No, people were people were what? eager to learn. People were eager to learn the information because Dr. Ben, you remember they didn't have the computer, they didn't have Google search engine or anything like that. They used to travel and go to uh, other countries and go into archives and read and and make Xerox copies and that kind of thing. I mean, they really did a lot of energy, like physical energy work, uh, compiling the uh, documentation and the information. Right. You know, so they would let us know or they just came back from you know, this country, that country, and they would tell us, you know, like what library they went into or what university or museum and where they got the information from. So I remember a lot of that was happening. I thought that was like pretty cool that they had dedicated that much time and energy into compiling the information to to teach us our our history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I remember. I just remember it was very well received by the audience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very well received. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it, I was like, like I said, I was like 12 and 13 and 14. So a lot of it, I didn't, I mean, I had was hearing it for the first time. But, you know, the thing about it was I was recording it all. You see, it was, I was recording it. So later on, and later on, you know, years as years went by, I would hear some of that stuff. I would hear some of the information, um, and I would say, wow, that's what Dr. Ben told us, like, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was grateful. I've been grateful to all of them. Indeed, indeed. Um, mm-hmm. Give me one second. I'm trying to... Mm-hmm. My phone. Mm-hmm. And then there brother was also Arthur. brother brother Samaj too was in that group of people. Yes. Shout out, definitely brother Samaj. Brother Samaj, yeah. And and definitely so was Doctor George Edward Tate. He was uh, there. I heard him oh, speak yeah, yeah. many times. Oh yeah, yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, brother George Edward Tate. He was also yes. out there um, being consistent with uh disseminating the information. Mhm. That's yeah, true. He was at first he was at first World Alliance. He got me up on that stage. Mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. I made my first debut when I was seven. Yes. Yeah. Reciting one of his poems. I am yeah, a black man. Good. I must have mm-hmm. I was I was there. I was there when uh when he spoke several times. So I, I mm-hmm. saw you as a young as a young fellow. That's that's mm-hmm. a one that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. 
That's amazing. Yeah. You know, Mama Pill. And who's this? Mama Pill. That's Black Pan. That's Black Pan. That's okay. T'Challa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had a question. Uh, what does the organic spa muscle jelly do? Oh, okay. That is a product that was created by one of the elders in the community. Um, many people, no, oh, I don't know if maybe some people who are listening may know him. His name is Brother Amir. He was, on the, show. He was on the show the other night. Yes, two weeks ago. Good. Weeks, yeah, about yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is. Okay. Yeah, that's a soothing. Um, that's like a soothing topical. Right. Yeah, topical like lotion. Um, and it's like good for when people do after people do like stretching, like stretching exercises, or they do something a little bit more strenuous. Uh, um, than stretching. And they may be be experiencing soreness in the uh, the muscles because people are usually the muscles are usually releasing what is it the lactic acid Kamani is Kamani still there? Yeah, I'm here. What you say? Yeah, yeah. I said generally when people are when their acid and alkaline balance isn't proper, they are, tend to be a little bit more on the acidic side when they do oh, yeah, exercise. They, yeah, they're more sore that lactic they're, acid gets built up. Yeah, the lactic acid gets built up. So that muscle, that muscle jelly, uh, <laughs> it helps to soothe that that soreness that you feel in your muscles. Sometimes for days you can yeah, feel it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. But that that is actually Brother Amir Al Rahim's product that is being featured on my on my site, my web website. Okay, so thank gonna, you very much. We're gonna, that. yeah, we'll we'll have yeah we'll have him on maybe Friday to to talk to talk about it because um, yeah he could come on for about fifteen twenty minutes and really break it down in depth. Yeah, it sounds like I need some yeah, of that because you a young that's something year old, but I'm an old thirty year old. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are funny. Oh, 30 year old. Y'all are too much. You 30 year old oh. walking around still looking like y'all 19 and 20. <laughs> I'm old, man. All of y'all. Years of playing sports. I'm old. Okay. All right. Well, that muscle jelly will help you. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that, Mom. Yeah. You're welcome. Is there is. All right. So, um, everybody just went quiet. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Where's everybody now? Everybody, everybody's eating. Mom, mama made a big plate, and everybody ate. Oh my goodness! It all gone. <laughs> round, round table of itis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Are you serious? Everybody's hung up. Nah, they're on the line. Everybody's still on the line. But how come everybody... nobody's talking? I don't know, Blue. You there? No, nah, it's Brother Reggie. I'm here. I'm just listening Reggie, to the... To the Reggie, Reggie's there. I'm wondering what's going on. Reggie's there. Ben's there. I'm here. Mama's here. It's just my aunt still there. So I never... Peace. Hello? There yeah. you go, Blue. There you go. All right. We're yeah. making a roll, yeah, line, roll call. Everybody go. Yeah. My line dropped. Um, Paul and okay. Sons. line dropped. Brother Reggie, this hmm? is Black Panther. Hey, Black Panther. Your, uh, 
when is your tour of the uh, museum? Uh, it's on the twelfth. Our tour is on the it's on the twelfth, the day before the conference. Oh, uh, I'm gonna be there. It's, it's uh, twelve o'clock. Uh, uh, we're gonna register everybody, and then we're gonna start the tour uh, roughly about twelve thirty. And whoever's not there is probably gonna have to catch up because I gotta do the tour in like uh, three hours. Normally, I could tell you I could do the tour for five hours, but I'm gonna do it for three hours so people can get back to Harlem to deal with the uh, uh, ISUPK, if that's what they want to do. But I'm going to be dealing with the primaries. And so so it's always important. It's it's funny that we've had these museums, and uh, we have the Penn Museum in Philadelphia. We have the Boston Fine Arts, and we have the Metropolitan Museum of Art, three of the biggest museums in the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. outside of Africa, dealing with African mm-hmm. artifacts. We mm-hmm. spend a lot of time just lecturing and showing slides mm-hmm. when we can mm-hmm. walk up to our ancestors. And when you do, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. When you do go to these museums, that's mm-hmm. when you start seeing the queens. Mm-hmm. Like we're just mm-hmm. not trained to see them, right? Mm-hmm. And so when mm-hmm. when Mama Pill is talking, right, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. so you're hearing it from a chantress, what we call a simiat, mm-hmm. which is a priestess, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we So we have living women amongst us. And we're not trained mm-hmm. to listen to them. We're mm-hmm. not trained to listen to them because of religion. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. why we're doing this conference. Because mm-hmm. in order for us to heal ourselves, we're going to have to start listening to our mothers. Mm-hmm. And do our jobs wow. as men. But we got wow. to listen. Right? Yeah. And, and, we, and, and people don't understand why men are so mentally ill. is because we're mm-hmm. trained not to listen to our mothers. We wow. listen to our fathers all day. But we wow. won't listen to our mothers, our grandmothers, right? Mm. Our great grandmothers. How many people know mm. their great grandmothers' names, or even spoke mm. to them? Ooh. But then you say you call yourself a man, and you don't know who your great grandmothers are. So if you don't wow. even know who your family great grandmothers are, then historically, mm-hmm. historically, you haven't been born. Mm. So that's what I'm saying about these religions. These people who say that they're Muslim. That say that they're Moors, say that mm-hmm. they're Christian, and say that they're mm-hmm. Hebrews. The fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, they've trained you not to even know who your own family is. All mm-hmm. you know is Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Abraham, Joseph, Isaac, yeah, or or some so-called Moors, Tariq, mm-hmm. right? But you mm-hmm. don't know. But but, they, but you don't know who none of the women are around them, who mm-hmm. sustained them, that born, that birthed them. You don't know mm-hmm. how the women healed them. Mm-hmm. We haven't been born. We have to be reborn again. So yeah. taking the time out to listen to Mama Pill is a beautiful thing because you know what? It it trains your ear. Mm-hmm. So what she did for us is. If any women was listening to her, she could have taken a thousand women off the vibrator. Doesn't mm-hmm. that help us, brother? Yeah. How would that help us, family? Taking yeah. a thousand yes, women off the vibrator. Mm-hmm. Help us? Because You'd be surprised how many women in the conscious community have them. Hey, listen. Uh, a lot of brothers are not even being honest. They go 
they go to sleep with their wives and the vibrator at the same yeah. time. Right? Because oh, the yeah. vibrator oh, yeah. is... Oh, Lord. Huh? Oh, Man. Lord. It's in the dressing drawer. <laughs> what? Right? It's in the dressing yep. drawer. Yeah, and then if you wake up, if you snoring because you finished what you thought you was doing, and then you hear some buzz, 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 yeah, and you wake wow. up, right? And that's the truth for that's the that's the truth of the world. And then you Here think you right want to overcompensate, so now you want to overcompensate. Now you want to hurt the woman. Now she yep. definitely doesn't want to have sex because now you're thinking that you're in competition with the vibrator. Yep. See, and you cannot be. Okay. You can't. You can't. So, so look, Ma. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna try something right now. And see if you're up to it. What's that? So, so brother Reggie and uh, and Aunt, they're gonna deal with um, the tour, you know, at the museum, reintroducing, you know, everybody to their culture, or rather further elaborating on and raising everybody's consciousness on their mm-hmm. culture and their information. Mm-hmm. Now, at the Museum of Natural History, they just opened up a new exhibit called What's Inside Your Body. Mm. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking perhaps maybe maybe you and I mm-hmm. can go ahead and formulate a tour where we could take people on a health trip and you can reintroduce the community to their body. Well, that sounds great. You up for it? That's that's a beautiful thing to go in and take these museums over. See, they're holding this stuff for us, right? And for people like KTL, you know, KT, right, for him to be able to, uh, who has a certain type of sensitivity to this information, to go over there and use these museums like we use Kemet, right, for health yes. and yes. humanity. It's an extraordinary thing. Yeah. No, I totally so agree. I totally agree because all that stuff is state of the art. I mean, you could really see it. Oh yeah, but they 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 put it because black people don't go in there and make demands on these museums. Mm-hmm. So they get these grants and then they whitewash it. So me and mm-hmm. Sarnetta yeah. went in there. Sarnetta tell you, me and Sarnetta went to the Museum of Natural History. They went ballistic mm-hmm. on us. They really mm-hmm. went ballistic. They they had they brought down their head of public relations, right? And mm-hmm. so what what we have to do, KT, we have to talk. I have to give you some strategies on how to deal with this museum, because the whole you. thing is yeah, the whole thing is they'll they'll let you in, but they don't want to let you talk. You see, right. so what they mm-hmm. do is um, they'll let everybody in. They call it a walking tour. But, like, in the Met, I have to pay. I have to pay a lot of money to be able to talk, right? Mm-hmm. In the Metropolitan, mm-hmm. I mean, in the Natural Museum, it's even more a little different. So we have to create these strategies so when we go in there, you can talk and teach. You have the freedom to speak, oh. right? Right. Wow. Yeah, you got to remember it. It's owned these by... These museums are making money off our ancestors, man. And, oh, and you know this better than all, anybody. All right? day. Uh Oh, when great. I went to Cairo Museum, I was horrified when I went in there with Baba Ashraf Quasi. They got 13 of our ancestors back in the back in glass cases, and they charging you extra money that you, you didn't already pay to get into the Cairo Museum. Mm-hmm. But now they charging you another $100 Egyptian Woo! to go back 
and look at your and aunt. look at and look at somebody's great granddaddy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. They charge mm-hmm. it, and they got wow. our ancestors come, laying. Come look at your great great grandmama real quick. Give me an extra. Like, like, can, like, I, can I ask? Like, this is a this is a question that I do want to ask. Right? Are those Arabs that are there? Are they Moors? I just want to ask because I get confused about who is a Moor and who is not a Moor. Right? Let, so, me, let me tell you, brother Reggie. You, Hell, Arabs and, and this is a true story. In right? Egypt, I walked in a I walked in a hotel. Yes. In, in uh, we were near Aswan, and huh. I swear to you, not there was a brother. It was an Arab in there with a Moorish hat on. You mean a fan? And I wow. said to myself, what are, what are the Moors doing here? Then when we went to the to the airport. I saw it again. That same fez. So I'm looking like, oh. huh? <laughs> Where are these Moorish hats coming from? I saw it about four or five times over there. Yeah. Well, people are getting educated. The fact of the matter is, uh, well, first of all, was he with his wife or was he by himself? He was by himself. Uh-huh. Each so time he, they were by themselves. Uh-huh. You and see, I see my, see, so people are getting educated and they're bringing it back to their communities, uh, uh, but we are fantasizing about what's going on, right? That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. We're fantasizing about stuff, and other people are bringing it back to their communities, and we're calling ourselves something, and those other people, that I, just because he had a hat on, did he say he was a Moor, or you just assumed he was a Moor? I just saw the fez with the tag. He made an assumption. That's all I saw. Oh, he could have been an Ottoman. He could have been an Ottoman. He could have been a Turk. That's what I was about to say. Well, that. Well, we, a lot well, of that comes from the Turk. Well, we know that that Sorry. is not indigenous to Africa anyway, that it comes from them Turkish people. So he definitely could have been an Ottoman. Definitely That's correct. But we, we somehow believe that that hat, right, because if you look at the – if you look at all of the people – who they say in the Moorish Empire they didn't wear those hats. The ancient Moors didn't wear that, their hat. Oh, they did that not. is something that the Prophet uh, advised his followers to do. Peace upon the Prophet, just to have respect. But the fact of the matter mm-hmm. is that all the illustrations don't show no fez at the time of the Kingdom of Marrakesh. I do you one mm-hmm. better, brother Reggie. I was in Saudi Arabia watching their version of like the UFC. Yes. Now, this guy's talking about how he's going to beat this other guy up real bad, right? So he comes to the ring. He's got the Moorish, the so-called Moorish flag draped around him. Mm. I said, wait a minute. That's that's the flag that the Moors wear. But this guy wasn't from Morocco. He wasn't from Mauritiana. He was from Turkey. Mm. That's where he was from. And he carried that flag that the so-called Moors called themselves the, the Moors uh, liberation flag. But he was from Turkey. Mm-hmm. And all of his guards had fezes on, and they were from Turkey. Wow. Well, this but, uh, but, but uh, so we we going to have to fix this. I mean, this is not a Moor program, and this is not a major <laughs> attack. This is not an attack on the Moors. We're just talking about how history is distorted. And yeah. have you seen them? Were, were any women around them? Or this is just, I understand it was a fight, right? 
But the fact yeah, of the matter is, women are nowhere to be rent. found. No, nah, there weren't no mm-hmm. women around them, but they were walking to a fight. So I, I give them a mm-hmm. pass on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, shoot, but when Hello? when a brother has a fight, a black American has a fight, women are always around. <laughs> you stand <laughs> in the corner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, my phone dropped. But I, I did want to say this, you know, and this is not taking up the defense of whatever perceived position that, uh, you know, is being brought into question at this particular time, but there are two different flags, and there is a uh, somewhat of a history, you know, pertaining to that particular phase, in particular, that deals with, like the brother said, Noble Drew and that mm-hmm. more so goes into the esoteric nature of how he receives certain information through the craft. So that's fine, you know, that's, brother that's Reggie. Yeah, and, I think that you're going to get the opportunity to to address but, those particular things. Uh, I don't know if tonight is the, the the venue that we have set up to do that debate, but no, we're not going to. Um, I mean, I'm going to do the debate because I have the floor. And because this is my family, I'm just talking right. that uh, um, I'm just talking some some concepts. Because the fact of the matter is, any enlightenment hat came from the upper and lower crown uh, of Kemet, the headjack, right? That's where the enlightenment Absolutely. came from. Everything else is a copycat, right? Hey, blue pill. Mm-hmm. Yes, my brother. Yeah, I was I was I was asking them to you know I was about to do that. This very second. Okay. So let me do that right now. Call it from the six seven eight. Okay, cool. Five five seven, brother. Uh, welcome back, Okay, Pitch. I'm okay. I right, appreciate you. Okay, appreciate that, man. His brother, um, Sanjay coming on. Yeah, good question. I think he. I th- yeah, I tried to get him. I don't know if he didn't see. Uh, I he, think he. Yeah, will he be calling? I see somebody in there from um, a two one six number. I don't know. Yeah, that, the brother yeah, hails from. Let me see. Let me see. Two one. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, no, it's two one five. Oh man, huh? It's two one five. Shady calling from two o five. Yes. It's two one five. Two one five. Okay. Well, if the brother's on the phone, please press one. I, I've been hearing a lot about the brother. I would love to hear from him mm. on the program. Okay. Right. But um, Jenny yeah, the bad man. brother, yeah. He, you know, what's interesting though. I mean, when you really get into the whole Moore situation, um, like No Ali, like if he was in the if he was in the mystery system, he wouldn't be a Muslim. That's one of the requirements. You can't do none of that. There can't be none of that. You know what I mean? So that's even more interesting. You, you feel me? You, you would have to look mm-hmm. at Dr. Ben and his travels for the sixty years over in the now, right? And at the end of the day, man, you know he didn't he didn't believe in God. And if he in the land of the gods, you know, why wouldn't he believe in God? That's very interesting. I know Reggie read, read this uh, statement that Dr. Ben had. Uh, was something Dr. Trans- ben was in several crafts, Unc. So, Unc, Dr. Ben, when he was in a craft, right, he was in several crafts. He was in a European craft. Dr. Ben wore a, a fez in a European craft. He did. Um, unfortunately, there's a, a picture of it. However, mm-hmm. he was also part of the Order of Mystery System. So don't get caught mm-hmm. thinking that Dr. Ben didn't wear a Shriner's hat because he did. 
No, I didn't say that. That wasn't, okay. no, that wasn't what I was saying. You jumped out of nowhere. I was simply saying how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just jumped. I'm just saying, it's just, I find it interesting to the brother that's in the valley, and we all been told this is the land of the gods, this is the land of the gods, right? And But then he ain't even believe in God. You know, he, you know, he, he said his mother was dead. And like, I never, I never could get around that. And so y'all know I based my whole thing on that. Like, I never could get around the fact that that man said that and it resonated with me before I even understood the role that Africa played. About This is about 25 years ago. Man, I, was, I didn't know who Dr. Ben was. I remember this guy with some African drums playing before he came on. Somebody asked him, what was God? He said, he don't know about no God. All he know is his mother broke him and he knew of nothing and she nursed him and she fed him. All he know is his mother before somebody had to tell him anything. And I never could get it out of my head, man. Mm. And I'm just getting to the point now over these last two to three to four years of really knowing the magnitude of that statement. And responsibility. That day the God killer that was born. Yeah, that's the day God killer was born. That's real. <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting to me, man. Yeah. Very interesting. I think I think the profoundness of understanding your family is way deeper than trying to chase some God around, man. You know, the relationships we have, the friendships we forge, we understanding them, yo. Like I'm I'm thinking that's like way more important than trying to seek out some God. Absolutely. We'll get it one day. And and that's not even disrespectful. That's you know, that's just African. You know, that's just giving praise to the to the elements, to the water. Like, we disrespect the water. Like, how you going to forget about the water? Or how you going to forget about the plants? You know what I mean? Mama Pill talked about the herbs. How, how you not going to reverence them? Like, without them, you dying. Without the right food, you dying. Without the water, you dying. Without the food, you dying. And But yet, we chasing around to get some Muslim Christian thing. It, it's the darnest thing. Yeah, yeah somebody's phone is echoing. I gotta move that out. It's just interesting how we don't give respect to things that are that are vital and all. Yeah, we don't revere those things. That's a crazy echo. Well, we should, because those things can save your life. KT, is that your phone? Okay, that's KT. The Oscar Grave. The Oscar Grave. <laughs> That's your phone. What you say? My phone was what? What's that? So we we was hearing an echo from somewhere. We were trying to figure out. Oh, I don't think it was me. I could mute. You want me to mute my phone to check and see? Is no, it still no, echoing? No, I don't, I don't hear it no more though. I don't hear it no more. Oh, okay. Then you came take on the echo stop. away. <laughs> well, I think um, I think but the big argument. We can't that because that's pseudo. Oh, so I think the big argument is people confusing God with the divine, right? Yeah. Um, people people confusing. Uh, what's that? What's that? People noise? confusing what's God with the divine. <laughs> what's the divine, Reggie? My mother. Uh, mama. Mama. Okay. Okay. So here we. This is where we ultimately we're gonna have a, we're gonna ultimately have another conference, right? The the issue is divine. You could define that as science. Divine. You can define that as quantum physics, and you can define it as things that we don't know, the unknown. There are things mm-hmm. that we do not know. We do not know everything. 
So nope. divine, divine uh, symbolizes the things that we know, the things we don't know, and the things that we're going to know. So mm. it, 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 it symbolizes a, no, a number of things. The African on the continent believes in the divine, right? Now, word, what's the comedic word? What's the huh? word? Divin, di, divination system. Well, and, and not only, it's, it's, of course, it's the netter rule. Right, it's the netters. Yeah, and I would netter say netter. Right, um, or but the netter, but then is when you when it's plural, it's the netter rule. Netter rule. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we and, and so you can't. We can't just jump in and say and tell these people what they believed in and what they don't believe in because it's documented. They they were able to believe in both a science and what they did was they religiousized the science. But they certainly. Huh? Remember that conversation we had? Yeah. We're gonna re- we're gonna do that one. That's gonna be a good one, y'all. We're gonna see who really know what they talking about on that one, y'all. Oh, you know I know what I'm talking about because I'll I'll be the first to bring uh, out the text. I'll yeah, be the first to bring out what, the text and, now. And, guess, and, and we're gonna have to read them texts. That's what I be understand, the but right there. guess what I mean? I, that's but I'm gonna just be saying, the ultimate one right there, boy. That's gonna be the ultimate one. I right understand, you read but them? see, at the end of the day, then we gotta go to the living cultures. The cultures that birthed Nile Valley mm. and, the, and, and and what Nile Valley birthed. That's what I'm and doing. Fact, that's what I'm dealing with right now. I bet you five dollars on this phone right now, Reggie, that the only things that was divine was the things that gave them survivability and helped push the community. Five dollars. So I bet you. I bet you five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> yeah, because if I because if I lose, I, I can't afford nothing. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's gonna be. It's, we're we're moving to that conference, Uncle Check. We're moving to that conference, but right now, right now, right now, we gotta get. We gotta just deal with re- religion and those who have external religions. All those Hebrew, okay. Islam. Um, oh yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, they're mad. Uh, they're uh, mad. Those are all external they're to mad. Africa. Yeah, or they're they're mad. of. Another. All of a sudden, if 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 there were Moors in Africa, here's the thing. This is what bothers me so much. If everybody's a Moor in Africa, then why he did he need Islam? The <laughs> he is. He came. Why did he Islam? Go. Islam was not brought in Africa. Magnetized. <laughs> they didn't piss where they are. Reggie, what about Islam? Reggie, man, you got to leave him alone. I didn't hear that. My last name is Moreland. I can't remember. I know, but that's a beautiful name. But that's a beautiful name. And that's what you say, Moreland. What you say? Beautiful name. It means means land of the Moors. You know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not just talking about the Moors. Look, in Atlanta, I live with Moreland ass. Right. I can't even help it, man. I can't even help about it. everything going to Africa. No, but you posed a question just now. I didn't hear the, the totality of the question. Oh, you said if there was more than Africa, died. what about Islam? No, I didn't hear you. What did you say? You, the, the last question that you just posed, I didn't hear the totality of that question. You would, You said if there was... Moors in in Africa. What did you say about Islam after that? Then why, if the, if there were Moors 
in mm-hmm. Africa. If everybody's a Moor. You got Moors in Egypt. Don't don't forget that I forgot that. You got you got you got Moors <laughs> in Egypt, right? Now, okay, so yeah, you got you got more than ancient Egypt. When? Who told you that? When, man? I mean, no, there there are, there are groups of Moors. You got more than Native. Okay. Um, you got more than Americas, right? <laughs> okay. You you do. Yeah, so why why, you, why you do have, the Moors? You have you have more to say that America is Morocco as, as well, correct? Uh, I think that what, what you haven't encountered is a hodgepodge of so many different streams of information coming at you once, yep. and yep. you 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 got a conversation for this one, you got a conversation for that one. And I'm not saying that there's anything necessarily, quote-unquote, wrong with addressing all of these different uh-huh. streams of, of information coming towards you because it's going to provide an opportunity, you know, for clarity. You feel me? But you can't mm-hmm. I think that it's very um, premature and immature to kind of, like, bunch everything together and become the very thing that you're criticizing in terms of just using surface analytical observations of things without doing proper research to say this is what this is, so this ultimately has to be everything else. You feel me? Brother Reggie, you there? Let me go to the studio. Hold on. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. That brother's line dropped. Hopefully you'll call right back in. in. <laughs> no call. Ran him off the phone, man. Why you running Reggie off the phone, man? I I told him, brother. My, my last I think I, I think some, I think some more is raw Reggie outside. Five shots back at him, man. Give me them commitment. Held up for a long time, yo. You just couldn't handle it no more. You stop firing. <laughs> <laughs> they they got him on the UCC. Yeah, he was saying. He was saying. <laughs> got him on the, the UCC. The police said, <laughs> the, uh, he said, with some red God hat. said, yeah, the, uh, they took the lunch money. The boogeyman, <laughs> they came and stole your lunch money. Yeah, he had the boogeyman <laughs> hard. But, uh, I, I love Brother Reggie and is love for the, the the woman, the mother, and she has been historically wrong in all of these quote-unquote traditional systems, you know, and, you know, it it, 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 it is an issue, you know, we have both feet in these particular systems and we don't understand the foundation that we're standing upon has a woman buried underneath it, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's the fact of the matter. You feel me? That's beautifully put. But there also also is a need and a necessity to work some sort of, you know, these are people that we share the same space with. These are people, Uh you know, you come out your house Uh right on the corner as a Hebrew. You go to the corner store, it's a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Uh You go down the block, you know what I'm saying, and you want to get alone, you got to speak to a Christian. We have to find a dialogue. Because if what he's saying is correct, and I know it is, about the comedic origins of all of these particular systems, then those are your children. And it's the same argument or conversation that we're having as melanated people 
about the Caucasian. That's your child. And until you are willing to accept the duties of a father, all right, we always talk about this Haru aspect, and nobody's talking about the Osarian approach to dealing with your children. Until you learn how to talk to your children and they learn how to listen to you, then we're going to continue having these family disputes. When there's answers to all of these things, the answer is to proper demonstration and elevation of the melanated woman in a controlled environment that you create yourself, you become the shining example, and all of those people that are lost and are wandering and that are looking, they will gravitate towards your shining example. And then, you know what I'm saying, you can tell them whatever you want at that point. But we, we all standing on the we, – we, we arguing on a plank. We're on a fucking plank, and there's sharks in the water. <laughs> Oh, let me get Reggie in here. And we shadow boxing on the, on the edge of a plank. Don't nobody got nothing. So what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Kimmet was about a craft system that dealt with character development. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Spirituality. He's seven. He's seven one three. Reggie's back on the line. Okay. You see him? Let me go back to the studio. My computer is. Got him back in? Not yet. Seven one three. Seven three one three. Oh, let me get this one. Nah. Oh. I don't see. I see a seven one seven. I got a seven one eight. Seven three one three. Seven three one three. Yeah, seven three one three. The last four. I don't see that in the um. Hit that one, Reggie. Hit that one on your, on your thing, bro. Yeah, hit one on the phone because I don't see that in the call queue. I don't see no hands up with that uh with those four digits as of yet. The last four. Yeah, I hear you. I, you know what, though? I think the problem is people trying, not the fact that people want to be Muslims, or Christians, or Moors, or whatever, but the fact that they, they try to usurp African history. And downgraded. That that's the thing that always got me. Because I'm right. feeling like everybody got the right to be who they, you know, what avenue they choose. And you know, I'm not the guy to make everything black guy. I can't do it. But I think everybody do have the right. But I think you start stepping out of your bounds when you start making up stuff to make your thing better. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's how I've always felt. Yeah, I always felt that. Like all of a sudden, there's three hundred thousand. 250 million year old kingdom over here. Hold on, here go, Reggie. Let me just... <laughs> All right, I brought Reggie in. Yeah. Y'all hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, yeah, we're on the show. Hold on, Reggie. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's, 
Hold on, Reggie. Hold on, Reggie. Slow down. He's jumping out of nowhere. You were ready. You he, he coming back in the fight. Oh, my God. Reggie, oh, ding, ready, ready, yo, Reggie. So the point I'm making is, like, when people make claims that there's a Wasata, a kingdom of 250 million years, but this is before any nah. human being. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ali Muhammad going to come in nah. craziness. And it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, like it's, it's no more, it used to be fun on the Nigga Love Hunt show. But now it's not fun anymore. Like, like I really want a better community. I think and the that, only way we can better yeah. community is to tell the truth. Just tell the you, truth. You know what we have to be honest about, what I'm saying, is that a lot of us are searching for these identities. Our foundation is Americanism, mm-hmm. and Americanism is rooted in mythology. And this is the only place on the planet where the narrative is up for grabs. Nowhere else on the planet mm-hmm. is that the truth. So we were raised off Superman. We were raised off Batman, comic books and cartoons. So it's very plausible for people that don't have an identity to do everything in their power to create one. You feel me? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we, 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 we're looking at a lot of that, you know what I'm saying? And some people are looking at people who are able to successfully achieve it and make their way, you know, through life doing that. Like, what the hell is a Mormon? What the hell is a Quaker? People that work together. People that work together. You know, what the hell is a European Jew? You know, these people have assumed identities, create narratives, and they have been successful in this particular land. Please do, brother. So I heard some of the things that you said when I was, uh, you couldn't find my call, and I respect that. So you said I was, you said I was immature. You said one of the things, uh, some of the things I'm saying is immature. No, I'm saying to piece, to piece everything together without understanding that there are different streams of information all funneling into what you perceive to be one thing. But isn't that, isn't that what my opponents are doing? Oh, wait, let me let me let me let me talk. Isn't that what my opponents are doing? Right? Isn't my opponents piecing together different streams of information, trying to make it all fit? Isn't that what they're if doing? Not, not necessarily. If you're they saying have not one one particular person is doing that. If you're saying Sharif is responsible for everything no, and every more that is all killed to. No, I'm gonna you say, say this. your opponents who in particular? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, cause I don't want to mention them by name because then they think <laughs> that I'm, I don't want to do that. I give them power. Um, Brother Blue Pill or any of your uh, callers, give me the definitive book on Moorish history. Uh, not on, not on the Prophet Noble Drawley. Let's keep him out of it, right? Circle seven, circle seven, man. Morris, give me no, the definitive Quran, historical seven. book. Give me a definitive historical book and to oh, counter no, anything that you bring up. Black Lives Dictionary. Right. Black Lives Dictionary. Anything that you. So if you do not have a definitive historical book, you've been playing games. I have. Check out the DF African Origin Civilization. Now, Civilization of Barbarism. I have Chancellor Williams, Destruction of Civilization. Right? Um, I have Jan Jaji Jackson, Man God of Civilization. We have a number of books. That specifically talk about history. We have Theophila Banga's African philosophy. You cannot dismiss those books for what you want to believe. 
You can't do that. And you're not arguing I, against I, Brother I'm Liberty. I'm not trying to. I'm not okay. trying to. You understand? <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to you, demonstrate to you that I utilize a totality of information. And whether you come from Kemet, whether you come from Arabia, whether you come from Africa, any part of that continent, when your ass is sick, you're going to come to us to see the help. You understand? So that's come my to, position. Come to who to seek the help? Come to who? I can only speak for my family. That's who no, I represent. No. Oh, and that, I just so happen to tell you that my my last name that I carry is Moreland, and I live on Moreland Avenue. You understand? Know what I'm saying? So, and I did really? aspects. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where I came up with you. You know? But there, 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 there. I love you. There are elements. There are elements. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nah, I'm saying. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. I love you, too. You my brother. So I ain't got no fight with you. I ain't got no fight with you. I'm just saying that we have bodies of work. We have bodies of work that we stand on. Right? And and those none of those books was written on Moreland <laughs> Avenue. But no. <laughs> but, I've seen I've seen you and your family throughout yeah. the throughout the years, right? So I respect yes. you and yes, your family. Bro. But I but because I got respect for you is not going to make me any oh. soft on dealing with the issue. Right? I, and, and, if you and do I not don't have want you a, to be. Okay. And I don't want so you I'm to not be. Premature. But we have, we've, 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 had, we've had conversations, right, outside of the public view or what have you. Yes. And I told you it's necessary that you're doing what you're doing at this particular time because there's so much craziness going on out there that the opportunity to bring clarity to the conversation is necessary. And I've been around this information for 15-something years, and I got mad questions still. It's not necessarily, quote, that definitive. A lot of what's being said or what's being uh, proposed in terms of being historical is shrouded in mystery because they're like, look, you can only find it in the large, it's hidden, it's buried in a shallow grave. Being that a lot of information that, hold on, a lot of information that I was introduced to was through a craft system. I got my information and my education, my introduction to this information different than a lot of people that see out here. The fact that I have yeah, taken it into the courts and been successful with this information against the same beast that we're talking about, but we're not talking about, and our slave dragons, then I can speak with authority about certain things that I know. A lot of people have not done those things. You feel me? So it's all theory and conjecture, and a lot of it can be proven unless you're willing to go up against the adversary and see if it really works or not. Okay. Can I can I can so, I say this? I want to say this. This is what I yeah. want to say. Um, the um, uh, your application in the American uh, uh, criminal situation. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. talking about the system is criminal, right? Is not yes. the sum total of whether or not the Moorish paradigm can work. That's just an American 
experience, an experience in America. It doesn't work the same way uh, in uh, British courts where black people are. It doesn't work the same way in even African courts where uh, African people are that you call claymores. This is an Amer- uh, this is an American experience, a Moorish American experience, an experiment Granted. in America. And, an and experiment so that's in America. Total. It is. It, it is because the civics, the civics, the civics is something that was uh, bought in. I, I could almost maybe I can I need to search the Circle Seven Quran to see if the word civic is in there. But this is <laughs> this is new. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not saying that we are not smart and we're not brilliant. And I'm not saying that we can't work together. But I'm saying that they, it, I'm talking about historically. So I don't want to talk about what's happening in America post Nobudrali. Uh, because the fact of the matter is you know and I know that many of the artifacts, the writings, the things of the Prophet Noble Drawley just disappeared. So we have other people speaking Absolutely. for the Prophet. So mm. let's not, let's not, I'm not dwelling with that. Um, what I'm just trying to say is that I, we have bodies of work that we look at all the time. African origin civilization, civilization of barbarism, the destruction of black civilization, and uh, we even have... Um, so we have a uh, we have golden a age of the moors. How about golden age of the moors? That don't count. No, that don't count. Golden <laughs> age of the moors. That, that book don't <laughs> count. Oh, it don't count. Stop. Because, Damn. It don't count because get out of there. Yeah, I, um, because it um, uh-huh. Timbuktu Timbuktu was not a Moorish uh, empire until the until the Moroccans uh, destroyed and conquered Timbuktu, right? Mm-hmm. Ancient Ghana True. was not a Moroccan civilization mm-hmm. until uh, Ibn Yassin uh, and um, Abu Bakr destroyed ancient Ghana, or really Abu Bakr because mm-hmm. Ibn Yassin had already died. So it was it had nothing to do with the Marrakesh, nothing to do with Morocco, nothing. It was an independent African civilization that wasn't even Islamic. Ancient Ghana wasn't even Islamic. Now, Timbuktu was um, became Islamic, but it was an independent African state uh, with Islam. That that does not qualify it to be a Moorish. I'm saying to y'all, or not to you, mm-hmm. um, because you you my brother. I'm saying that the fact of the matter historically, um, the the the, um, the so-called Moorish scholars are infants hist- on history, because all they would like to do is just use words and labels. There's not a definitive work. And then when Lord Abba or Sheikh Way El, uh, to be yes. uh, respectful, he <laughs> actually had a conversation with Dana Marnishi, and he didn't bring up none of that, we black, we not colored black, Negro. He let her talk. And you know what she did after that? She wrote a book, she wrote an article called Fear of Blackness. Right now, what he did was he was real polite to the sister, let her talk. He was just trying to data mine her to trying to find little facts and figures on that he could that he could use. But she she cornered that by writing a definitive article called "Fear of Blackness." What did it mean? What did that article mean already? Right. Fear of Blackness, meaning that people people are scared to use the word black, right, mm. or to qualify these civilizations as black. Uh, uh, civilizations. So her article is called Fear of Blackness, 
recovering the hidden ethnogenesis of early African and Afro-Asiatic peoples comprising the Moors of North Africa and Spain, and she put in Moors in quotes. See, this is what I'm talking about. Can you say that to me? No. Yeah, we need that. um, No, because you got to... The introduction you can have, but the the full article you have to to pay the system. Yeah, the the, the full article you have to pay the system because it's her work. Where can they go and find that just in case they want to purchase it? Because they are researchers in the audience as well. Sure, sure. Well, then if they're researchers, they already should have it. But I'm going to help them. I'm going to help them. Come on, Because I'm going to researchers. I'm going to help them. It's called, <laughs> it's called the West Africa Review. And the West Africa Review, and it's called Fear of Blackness, Recovering the Hidden Ethnogenesis of Early African and Afro-Asiatic Peoples Comprising the Moors of North Africa and Spain. And she writes a definitive article. And that counted anything mm-hmm. That Sheikh, yeah, uh, that Sheikh Way L had to say. But in the other part of it is that, guess what? What's even more problematic? She's a sister. She's a black right. woman. That makes her even more dismissive, right? Because they don't have to listen to her because she's a black woman. They're not Why trained. She she makes the best argument. Just the, way, the same but way they're not trained to, to, said, to, to, to listen you to said you. The you, brother, read, you read the whole you article, said, Reggie? You read the whole article? Yes. You good? said the brother. How much it cost? Yeah, go ahead, my folks. It's called uh, it's called Fear of Blackness: Recovering the Hidden Ethnogenesis of Early African and Afro-Asiatic Peoples Comprising of the Moors of North Africa and Spain. Right, comprising some Moors. Brother Reggie, you did say the brother was very respectful, and he allowed her to speak without cutting her, because we know how you know our brother can get. But he allowed the sister to have, you know what I'm saying, unnecessary, le- you know, whatever lane. That I was she surprised to to because say. normally, normally he uh, is he disrespectful. So then, uh, he was so, trying to get it on her side. You know, he thought she was on his side. <laughs> he was trying to get on her side, and you need to yeah. hear, you need to hear that um, conversation, and it's on his uh, blog spot, Lord Abba, right? And normally he okay. wants to cut us all out, tell us we can't read, tell us. But she gave him the business very politely. And she has so much knowledge <laughs> that he couldn't he couldn't counter it. You know why? Because he's a poor scholar when it comes to Moorish scholarship. Right? And, and it's no, been David, 80 David years. Where the bomb drop at? It's 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 been eighty years. It's been eighty years, and there's no definitive. We um listen, talking about the prophet, 